Good day, everybody. <laughs> did you say do it at the start? Yeah, Probably I did. That's <laughs> fine. Good day, everybody. <laughs> Welcome to the City of Gigan podcast. I'm keeping that in. Uh, this is the podcast where we're going to be talking about a bunch of news in the pop culture world that we like. And then we're going to finally get on to the topic of Zack Snyder's the Justice The topic on everybody's lips. The one that yeah. everybody's been thinking about. Yeah, every man and even it. your nana has been... Blo- no, she's probably not been losing sleep over it. I would have said something really when, dark I then, would, but... <laughs> I know where you Yeah, you know, I was going to go with that. Mean, right? It's really mean. I apologise to every nan out there. Um, even their dogs have heard about this, surely. Every dog on the planet is like, I don't know what a Justice League is. Probably fed up with it by now, aren't they? Yeah. Because it's, you know, people getting distracted by the Justice League. And they're so not taking care of the dog. Not caring care of the dog. Like... The dog isn't getting scritches anymore. No. The dog isn't very happy about that. No. No. But anyway, <laughs> right. Let's kick it off. News time. News time. What have you got? News time. I've got a few things, right? A uh, few things? Yeah. Yeah. Well, Master Wayne told me. Master Wayne. I'm just going to do Michael Caine for the rest Michael. of this episode. <laughs> um, this <laughs> might be a long episode. <laughs> long you episode. never know. Will be gone by the end what, of it. What have we got? The Batman has officially wrapped production. Oh. This is Matt Reeves, The Batman. Yes. Wah, wah, wah. Wah, Yeah. Um, Sweet. <laughs> It says here, after a rather tumultuous production. <laughs> I think that's the production of every... I mean... But I feel like that is nah, everything, isn't it? You can't call that a tumultuous production when Zack Snyder is the Justice League. <laughs> that's a bit more of a mishap of production and everything. I don't know. Yeah, this is a walking apart compared to that. Oh, yeah. I mean, you know... You bloody believe it, mate. Had some coronavirus restrictions and a couple of the people got diagnosed positive, including Robert Pattinson, but... Yeah. So that's a shut down for a bit. But anyway, um, it's done. It's done. It is done. It's in post production now. Okay. Hope. Um, hopefully, they take their time. It's a step closer to coming. I can't wait for the Batman. Yeah, it's going to be twenty twenty two though, mate. I know. Another nine months. I know. It's just like I suppose on the like, on the upside, just think about all the stuff that's going to come out next year. Oh, fuck yeah. There's going to be so much of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, we're already getting spoiled this year, to be fair. There's going to be so much pop culture stuff. There'll be too much of it, you won't be able to keep up with it. Yeah. And we're built on pop culture, this podcast. Indeed. Yeah. So we'll have too much to do, but that's good, because <laughs> I'd rather have too much to do than not enough. Not enough. Um, that's good. Right, so, yeah. Batman, oh, it's coming out 2022. Oh, well. Take their time. Hopefully they don't rush it like a certain other DC film. Uh, just um, sleek. Yeah. What other news have you got? Have you heard of this Batman fan film that just came out? No. Do you, are you aware of Bat in the Sun Productions? The what's Productions? Bat in the Sun. Nope, never heard of them. They're a YouTube channel, fan-made uh, production channel. Yes. You know, fan, fan film production channel. Yes. Um, and it's pretty awesome. Um, they've been running for quite a while. Like they've been. I, I first came across their channel... Oh gosh. Quite a while ago. But they do like the superhero versus thing or the pop culture versus thing. I don't know whether you're okay. so they do yeah, like yeah. Batman versus the Predator or Batman versus Darth Vader and Yeah, yeah. Um like uh, you know, different different people like Nightwing versus Gambit or whatever and Who they... would win a Batman and Darth Vader? I say Darth Vader. You should crush him. <laughs> he would do, yeah, yeah. Mm. I don't I can't remember whether that's how that goes. I think Batman wins that one. Of course he does because um, he's Batman. He gets killed by Wolverine though, pretty brutally. Oh yeah, because you can't stop Wolverine. You can't stop Wolverine. He literally Wolverine can regenerate from a single cell. He's, he's so. stupidly overpowered. Um, <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, but yeah, there's, there's a lot of fun ones like that. Um, okay. Different versions. And they also do slightly longer Batman fan films that kind of, I guess, gained some traction a while back. I, I've not been following their recent stuff, so I don't know how that's been going. But they've released this one that was crowdfunded. Mm. Um, I'm trying to see if I can find the title of it here. Batman Dying is Easy, it's, it's called. It's 25 minutes long. Mm. Uh, it's got their usual kind of people that come in to play the different roles. Yeah. Um, and they're really, really good. I would recommend people going and checking them out. Um, I'll have to. You'll have to watch a few of them as well. We'll, okay. have, to, we'll have to maybe do um, a sort of episode on it. Sweet. Um, yeah, we will do. But it's gained some really good traction, and I just thought that was really interesting. Good. And it seems like this is the first big one in a while that they've done. Um, yeah. To do I wonder what that like all the whole legal stuff behind that is, because. Um, there was a fan film of like a Star Wars project or Darth Vader or something like that that got like copyrighted and like everything by Disney because Star Wars. Was that the one that was was like Darth Vader Padme or whatever it was? Oh, I've forgotten. It was quite a while ago, but there was like massive controversy about that, and it's just like, well, I mean, it's copyrights. Are funny. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. it's it's hard one. I don't know. Well, let's put it this way: this isn't the first time they've used Batman and the characters, and they they've not the other ones haven't. Warner Brothers, Warner Brothers, Warner Brothers must be pretty lenient then with it. They're just being like, yeah, you can do that, you can do that. Hmm. Or maybe they've got some claws or something. I don't know. Um, I mean, at the end of the day, it's not harming the image of the comic book characters. No, if anything, it's, it's good better. content. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what the news you got? What the news have I got? Yeah. Um, um, we'll leave that to last because that's about Justice League nice um, is this what I think it is I don't know is it what you think it is yeah what are you thinking this is the one I think Dark Alliance Dark Alliance uh, sounds familiar this is a D&D RPG game yeah I sent the link to that to you didn't I the, I think uh, it was the trailer the, the that game. you sent me yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Um, interesting I'm going to double check because I think that's um because there were two different trailers I know there's one where there's like loads of snow stuff um yeah and then there's one where there's just like just typical full on like D&D shit. shit yeah yeah yeah, um, yeah I thought it looked interesting I don't know whether it was any good but I was like yeah that doesn't make sense that they haven't made like a full on D&D game there's been a few there's the Baldur's Gate series I don't know whether you've ever heard of that and like nope so that yeah there's Baldur's Gate is a location in the Forgotten Realms world of D&D oh is that they did a game oh, series based right. on it great um, but there's all there's all that that sort of RPG games that have been out a long time oh. for D&D there's a whole saga of them in, in different shapes and sizes um, they've always been a bit niche though they've not been any they've not really been mainstream maybe a little bit like yeah. D&D itself that's probably why I never heard of it it shows how much I know about D&D but and since stuff. I think the tabletop renaissance that's happened yeah People are like, ah, oh, these games are actually quite cool. This is actually good. Maybe we should check this out. But also, I think, like, because I think Dark Alliance, this is coming to PS5, isn't it? Uh, and Xbox? It's coming to, yeah, it's coming to consoles. Um, I'm scrolling, seeing if I can see any consoles. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's coming to consoles. Um, I, I'm pretty so. sure I remember the end of the... i tell you what, let me... Watch the trailer. Let me silence my phone so we don't get copyrighted. Yeah, that's fine. Um, and yeah. we'll find the end of it. But yeah, um, I... It looks interesting, I have to admit. Yeah. I, I certainly... Designs of the characters are interesting, like the Beholder and stuff. Yeah, yeah. I like it how it's kind of... They've taken kind of a space race Yeah. kind of view of it, which yeah. is a little bit different from kind of what it usually is. Um, 
obviously more than classic fantasy. But that's that's the great thing about D and D, I suppose, is you can you can do whatever you really want. Yeah. Um, and you don't have to do classic fantasy, although that's what we've yeah. It's coming to PS Five, PS Four, Xbox One X, Xbox Series X, and Steam. It's coming to the PC, of course. Good. So yeah, it, lo- it looks pretty good. And if yeah. it's a if it's a multiplayer co op game. Yeah. Then that's a double thumbs up from me because I I quite like something kind of a little bit new and refreshing on that front to play. Yeah. Um, and seeing as we are massive D and D nerds now. Yeah. Um. It's like perfect match, really, isn't it? Interesting stuff. Indeed. You got other stuff. You got loads of other stuff. I got I got a few other things. Yeah. Um, Peter Pan and Wendy begins filming in Vancouver. Awesome. Yeah, that's been in the works for a while. It has. So this yeah. is the live-action Peter Pan movie yeah. from Disney. It's my favourite movie, Peter Pan. It's your favourite movie. It's, yeah. it's a good movie. Uh, it is a good movie, yeah. yeah. Um, I need to, I've need i not watched it all the way through in a while. I need to yeah. sit down and do that. They made a second one, didn't they? Return to Netherland. Return to Netherland, yeah. yeah. No, Return to Netherland's pretty good. Yeah. Um, it's not as good. No. Obviously. I don't think... Uh, there's rarely any uh, sequels to... Disney films that are good. Mm. Um, I guess in any film, really, the sequels, there's not that many that are better than the original. Unless you're Terminator or Star Wars or so, um, stuff like that. It looks like it's being directed by the director of Pete's Dragon when they did the live action Pete's Dragon okay. a couple of years ago. Safe or, choice? Yeah, in 2016, sorry. Well, not safe choice, though. All due respect. Yeah, safe choice in the best way. Yeah. So, yeah, you've, you've done one of us before. It was did somewhat you, Did success. you see Pete's Dragon? No. I've seen the original ages ago. It was. It was it's a, it was not a, a Disney movie I'm particularly familiar with. I have to admit. Yeah, no, same. But uh, I'm just yeah, like, I, it was... I'd certainly give it a go. I, I might even now watch this, seeing as it's now he's going to be directing this one, just to get a flavour for what it could. Yeah. Be like. It didn't blow everything out of the water. It's just it was one of those songs that came out and everyone was like, oh yeah, it's a film. Cool. Alexander Mullen. Molyneux will play Peter Pan. Yep. Um, Eva Anderson is uh, the daughter of Mila Jovovich mm. as Wendy. Cool. Um, Good on them. Which Good was, stuff. Looks like that's all the cast that they've announced for now. Yeah. Um, oh, actually, he says that. Uh, uh, Jude Law is Captain Hook, which is pretty cool. Oh, that's interesting. Uh, yeah, Jude that's Law. that's kind of interesting. That is a bit... Um, it's an interesting choice. Yeah, Jude Law. Could Jude Law? I think you make a good Captain Hook. I like sitting here thinking about it. I liked Jason Isaacs as Captain Hook in that one Peter Pan. Yes, yeah, he, he was, was good. really good in that. Yeah. yeah, that actually is a good Peter Pan film. And Dustin Hoffman, obviously in Hook, he was great. He was good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's, that's that's good. Coming out eventually. Uh, Yara Shahidi. Yeah. Uh, is playing Tinkerbell. Nice. From the movie Grownish. I've never seen Grownish. I don't think I have either. Uh, so I'm not familiar with her. Yeah. Um, but there's a load of. There's a load, I could go on forever. There's there, there's a few. It's a good um, cast. Good it cast. It's a good cast. Yeah. Jude, Jude Law seems to be the biggest name in there from what I just skimmed yeah. then. But. Uh, yeah. But it's. Yeah. I, 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 will, I will see it. Looking forward to that. That's nice. That's nice. I've got some news. I've got a bit of news. Uh, Speaking of, like, Marvel and stuff that they're involved with, like Jude Law, um, 
Kingsley Benadier uh, from One Night in Miami has been cast to be the villain in the upcoming Disney series Secret Invasion, which has obviously got Samuel Jackson coming back as Nick Fury's and uh, Ben Mendelsohn back ben as well. Yes, as Talos. Good stuff. Uh, he obviously he's going to be a Skrull, but a bad Skrull because that's the whole point in Secret Invasion. But yeah, interesting. Um, I'm interested. It's going to be really. It's going to be really interesting, Secret Invasion, because yeah. I feel like it's just going to be really confusing for everybody. <laughs> Yeah, it's just like, ah, oh, you know, I don't know, Rhodey, after all these years? Yeah, he's a scroll. <gasps> My entire life has been a lie. Um, but also, like, yeah, it's cool. just like, because no offence to the scrolls, like, they can make them look as different as they can, but they still they still all have the same features. So it's it's a little bit more difficult, in my opinion, to differentiate them from humans would be. Plus, they can all shapeshift into different Yeah. People. So it's just going to be one big confusing mess. Yes. <laughs> And I'm here good. for it. It's good. Good <laughs> stuff. Uh, we'll continue with uh, Marvel. Uh, the Marvel Avengers game. The complete botch job that that is. Oh, is this the Black Panther thing? Yeah. They, they I are, saw this. They yeah. are releasing... Um, eventually. I think this is coming around summertime. But they released a trailer of uh, War for Wakanda. Uh, Black Panther's coming to Marvel's Avengers. Along with the Wakandan jungle. Uh, Bumi. Uh, villainous Claw faction. And more. So we're finally getting more villains, not that just aim and robots and shit and no one gives a crap about. And hopefully, just, yeah, it's just... I mean, this is the sort of stuff that they should just be constantly implementing, not just, oh yeah, it's just more of the same shit all the time. Anyway, I haven't played it in a long time. But I probably will when that comes out. I know they've released Hawkeye, both Hawkeyes. But it's like, yeah. Mm. Yeah. I... I feel like it's one of those it's like you never really as like a game developer you never get over a sour start to a game do you yeah no matter how like good you could possibly make it like I feel like Destiny 2 is a little bit of a good example because I feel like even though Destiny 2 is way better than it was at launch now yeah it's really it's quite it's fun to play now like it's good to play but it's still the content still is a little bit repetitive sour repetitive and because of the because of how it started it kind of that yeah. very much informs kind of going through the whole of its journey and whatever yeah so also I better this better be fucking free I'm very sure it is free the expansion because they promised that everything coming out in like DLCs and stuff they will be free and nothing will be paid for yeah so that better be a thing that they keep promise of well there's no um, there's no indication of a price is there yeah. so I mean Hopefully. You can only hope. Yeah, hopefully. Yeah. I'd be really annoyed if they didn't. Um, I've got two more bits of news. How much more news have we got? Go for it. i got a bit more of that. So well, I've got um, Ace Ventura 3 is in development from uh, the Sonic and Hedgehog writers. Uh, it's from IGN. They've reported that. Did you ever watch the Ace Ventura films with Jim Carrey? No, I've just seen clips of them and the references in them. Yeah, same. I've not been I've like... Never, I've never sat down. I've never been compelled to watch them. No, neither have I. To be honest. We might do them eventually. I don't know. It's... They seem like one of those like um, self-aware dumb films. Yeah, it's like it's a little bit like the Scream franchise, isn't it? In yeah, but I've no, heard Scream, Scream is actually like, good. scary movie. Sorry. Oh no, no, not that bad. No, I think Scream is right because Scream is like it's a bit of a different take on the horror genre. There's a little bit of comedy in there. And yeah, it's kind of a bit. It is a little bit self-aware, but it's not like scary movie, which it's is like, just like, oh, oh, we're gonna. This is complete piss take. Yeah. It's not like one of those terrible I feel films. like Ace Ventura kind of maybe fits in the middle of those two. I mean, it's Jim Carrey. 
Snipes. Of course, everything in here that he's in is. Yeah, and this is the thing is like. It's every, over the top. Whatever every, he's in. Every time I, I, I just, I'm just like, well, it's just Jim Carrey, isn't it? It's just. It's yeah. Not, he never really plays a character. He's just Jim Carrey. Yeah. To varying degrees. Which is, it's not, it's not a, a bad OTT. thing. I'm sure there's been films where he has been really good. I haven't seen all of his films. But... There's a film he did with uh, Kate Winslet. Um... I'm not going to be able to remember the name of it. But apparently it's like a, a a more serious role, and apparently he's really really great in it. Oh, okay. Um, That's cool. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I don't know about that. What's that? Did he? I might be mistaken with this, but I've got a feeling it may have won an Oscar. Oh. Uh, don't quote me on it. Oh well, I am quoting uh, you on it. Oh no! Uh, Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. Never heard of it. Never heard of it. No. Yeah, but it stars Jim Carrey, Kate Winslet. Yep. Kirsten Dunst. Oh, it's got quite good. Oh, cost, Kirsten Dunst. Yeah. Um, let me just double check and fact check myself that it did win anything. But uh, yeah, that's fine. It's well, uh, I mean, with Kate Winslet, she I swear she like is in a movie that always wins Oscars or something. Unless it's, did Divergent win an Oscar because she was in that? I don't know. That is not what I want. That's that's reviews. Good stuff. That is accolades. See also. Filmography accolades. Okay, it's I'd not telling me that it... Probably didn't get even get nominated if it's not saying anything. But Okay, so Kate Winslet received a nomination for Best Actress for the movie. Ah uh, of course she did. developed a cult following in the years after. Yeah. Um and it's regarded by many critics as one of the best films of the early twenty first century. Okay. There we go. So maybe we need to sit down and watch that. Maybe. But yeah, that stars Jim Carrey. That's like the only and there probably is more. Yeah, that's the only one I'm aware of where Jim Carrey actually goes full serious acting. Yeah, um, and he's really good in it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's just like I just. I, the trouble is, I've watched Batman forever, and that's like <laughs> tarnished my. The thing is, I like Jim Carrey in like Bruce Almighty, The Mask. I like him in um, Truman's World. I've heard he's really good in Sonic and the Hedgehog as Eggman. I've heard he's really good in that. So it's don't drop your phone. That was close. That was really close. Um, God. It was almost as you're gonna make us watch fucking Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> I mean, we might do one day. I'm not gonna make us watch it. We'll just like, hey, we'll talk about another video game movie. We've always spoken about like Pikachu and stuff. That's Pikachu true. Pikachu and stuff, the movie. P- Pikachu, Pikachu and stuff, the movie. Pikachu and stuff, the movie. Um, <laughs> oh dear. Yeah. Um, Detective Pikachu. Um, Which yeah, is alright. Maybe movie. we should. Um, it's a pretty good movie. That was. Maybe we should. Yeah. Do next time we do a video game movie, we'll do Sonic the Hedgehog. Yeah, why not? Why not? I've heard it's not atrocious, so that's right. Uh, I got one more bit of news. What news have you got? Um, I've got one, sir. Yes. Um, go ahead, sir. <laughs> Star Wars: The Clone Wars, uh, the original Star Wars: The Clone Wars. Yes. Uh, they ran on Cartoon Network from two thousand and three to two thousand five. Good stuff. It will arrive on Disney Plus April second. Yes. So this is uh, Gendy Tarkovsky's uh, cartoon. Clone Wars. Yeah, I heard a lot of stuff is actually coming back to Disney Plus. Even the like the Ewok uh, films. Oh yeah. And stuff. Even they're coming to Disney Plus. So that's, that's a bit of a niche thing. The Ewok. Oh films. yeah, yeah. And they're terrible, apparently. <laughs> yeah. Um, um. What just about a load of murderous teddy bears? I wonder how that's all. No, I can't remember yeah. what it was about, but it was terrible. Are they like kidified and? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very kiddified. But. Oh dear. Um, good stuff. But yeah, I I I really love the. Uh, uh, Gendy Tarkovsky's Clone Wars. Yeah. 
films. I think they're really, really good. I think we, they were originally released as webisodes, but they how, put them in volumes one and two. How long are they? Like, they're like they're quite short, aren't they? They're like an hour and a bit each. Yeah. I think we could do episodes on them before we even go straight on to the uh, the uh, the now like seven season Clone Wars stuff. Then we have what's the runtime on this? I don't know. Uh, uh, this is the best description ever. Jedi Knight's Battle Darth Sidious is the description for the Star Wars Clone Wars. Oh, I'm all in. Um, I'm all in. That's good stuff. It is good stuff. Can't wait to watch that now. I really want to watch that now. Because, oh. If any title can more. sell a show, that is that. I can't think of anything better. Uh, here's the run times. Um, How many minutes? Oh, it groups them in the webisodes and not in the whole. Ah, <sighs> bastards! How each how how long are each webisodes? I don't know. They're not that long, I swear. Uh, so like five twelve minute episodes is the second one anyway. Oh, so that's not long at all. It's 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 about an hour and a quarter ish. Yeah. Hour and five minutes, ten we minutes. We could like binge them and then do an episode on them. Oh, they're they're really easily bingeable. Yeah, both, yeah, yeah. both of them, but they're both they're both the same amount of uh, length, and they lead on from one another, which is really cool. Good. And um, yeah, they're really really good. They're some they're really good. Like in the same way that the new Clone Wars is some of the best Star Wars. Like these ones are really awesome as well. Yeah. Good um, stuff. Uh, how much more news have you got? Got a bit more. Gotham Knights is delayed until twenty twenty two. For fuck's sake, God damn it. But I suppose I was looking forward to that. So was I. Um, I suppose in the same way, like at least like we get it with everything else that's going to come out in twenty twenty two. Yeah, true. There's going to be like, so much, and there's going to be so much to play. It's like so in in a way, this is like the recovery year. So like, we'll give you a little bit more stuff like One Division and Snyder Cut and stuff. But just you wait till next year, mate. Um, this is actually quite good because this gives me enough time to read the whole of the uh, Court of Owls storyline. Yeah. Because I've only Very good. I've only read like. I've, I've read chapter one and then the second book in the new 52 Batman series is also the Court of Owls and then and then I think the story starts to diverge off into other things after that and I'll read through that when I get to it but, yeah yeah um, that's good I love the Court of Owls I think they're awesome um, I'm just going to put that out there I think they're awesome good and uh, it's one of those things you, you know when you, you see something and you're like I wish I'd thought of that yeah because that's a really interesting storytelling idea I, I had a similar moment where I was I was I, this is a bit of a D and D thing, but I was creating D and D stuff for my homebrew yeah. world, and I was like, oh, I could have a secret order of things, and I was like, oh, I really just want to use the Court of Owls because it's such a cool name, <laughs> but I can't because it's fucking taken. It's it. like the 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 Court of Birds, the Court of Pigeons, <laughs> Court of Pigeons. That's what I'm gonna go for, yeah. Court of Pigeons. But yeah, it's, you it's, You're it is really really cool. You're welcome. Um, I st- they did the animated thing as well so I need to read the book and then watch the animated movie yeah. of the Court of Owls um, see how it lines up see how it compares um, good and then obviously we'll be fighting them in this video game when it eventually comes out yes um, can't wait it's good stuff more news uh, the Avatar The Last Bending Universe being planned with multiple series and movies did we talk about this we talked about the fact that they, it was coming it, back it's coming back yeah with Basically, the writers what returning and yeah, stuff. Yeah, it looks like what it's been announced now in an interview with Deadline, Nickelodeon, uh, one of the Nickelodeon, Nickelodeon producers yep. has said, yeah, basically they're planning a whole bunch of stuff to do with the Avatar, The Last Airbender. Good. Um, so this means, I guess, I think it's all animated for now. 
I hope um, so. But yeah, yeah. This is pretty much like um, everything that anyone who loves that show could have wanted. Puts more pressure on me to start watching watching it. Yeah, uh, Avatar: The Last Airbender and Legend of Korra. Yeah, but I suppose um, that's what we have to uh, just what we have to do. Yeah, everyone's gonna have to do that eventually. Um, also, there's this. I'm watching this little clip here of yeah. this video game that somebody has made. That is a Avatar: The Last Airbender video game. Yeah, I think it's. I think it's a fan made. I remember ages ago this game. guy being in like make it like one guy was like ever so slowly making an Airbender game. Yeah, and it, it, like the the progress of like the first day and stuff like that was like it was really fascinating. It looked really good. So it might be the same one. Okay, here we go. Yeah. Uh, li- uh, Netflix has a live-action adaptation of Avatar: The Last Airbender in the works. Nice. So they've got a series that they they're producing at the moment that is going to come out. Good um, stuff. But yeah, I'm trying to see whether it. Um, I, I, they put the they've put the video in the clip in here, but I don't think they mention it in the whole bloody article about wow. this game. Wow. Wow. Shocking. But there we are. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I need to research that, see if he's actually built anything more in that engine that he was building. But it looks beautiful. Good. Um, um, but yeah, more Last Airbender stuff. Which good, is good. I need, to, I need to actually watch it. Not the film, the, the series. I've got some good memories of that from, like, it was like, I wasn't, young, I wasn't young enough to watch the series, but it, mm. reruns used to be on, and I used to catch yeah. them sometimes, and they were quite fun to watch. Oh, cool. I thought you were talking about a movie then. I was like, no. How dare you? No. How dare you? Oh, no. I've never seen it, and I never will. Like I just know that I'm just. Or maybe we'll have to watch it for, for a podcast. The podcast for like. For the pod. For shite in a can. But it's yeah. um. Yeah, I just know. I just know how. Bin it. Just <laughs> bin it. <laughs> bin the whole thing. It's a bit thing. late to bin it now. Yeah. But yeah, I see what you mean. Uh, but that's pretty much all my news that oh, doesn't include Justice League stuff. So. Okay. Well, I've got one more bit of news. Do you want to get pissed off? Do you want to get really angry about something? Not particularly. I've been enjoying today so far. <laughs> okay, well, I'm going to make you angry. So, Activision yes. are being a bunch of arseholes. As when always. are they not? I know. So, they've laid off 190 employees because COVID. And you're like, initially, you're like, oh, God, it's unfortunate, but probably they have to budgetary cuts and stuff like that. No, but the uh, the CEO, Bobby uh, Kotick, uh, is to receive £200 million pounds in bonus. Two. Hundred million in bonuses, and yet they're laying off 190 employees. Whose average wages are probably not fucking a million. 40k a year. Yeah. 40k times. I'm gonna do the maths. Oh, there we go. 40k times 190. It's nowhere near a fucking. Jesus, it just annoys me. 400,000. No, I don't fucking know. Oh, well, fuck's sake, four calculator. Million. One second. Yeah. Times 40. It's like, it's like 4 million. Uh, 16, 16. It's, it's like, it's like, it's less than a million. Oh, is it? Yeah. It's seven, 760,000. Is that maths? 40k? No. It's like 70. I don't know math. 40k. It won't let me do the fucking zeros. No. Oh. It's like 
It's a lot of money. It's a lot of well, money. Well, it's a lot of money to us, but not a lot of money for 200 million. Yeah. So, um, but, 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 before you get angry at good old... times... Sorry, I'm doing this in Google now, because it'll work <laughs> out better. 40, 40 times. times this, then times that by... Uh, 1,000. Oh, no. Yeah. Wait a second. What, what is happening? Mathematics. Don't... Don't quit school, kids. Then you can't find out what forty times hundred ninety is. Yeah, times by one thousand to make it into. So it's it, yeah, it's about seven, seven million. Yeah. Nothing. Which is nowhere near two hundred million. Yeah. That's the point. Just imagine laying off a hundred ninety people, but every individual you gain ten million bonus. Or something like that. Yeah. Or a million. But it's pretty much no, what it is. No, no, no. A million bonus for every person you lay off, plus another 10 million at the end. Just to make it up for the 200 million bonus. But, 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 before you get mad at Bobby, the CEO, the employees did get a $200 gift card uh, voucher. Oh, that's all right, a- right then. That's yeah. all right then. No, that's fine. That yeah. makes up for everything. Because they'll be able to Absolutely. buy shopping for, what, two weeks for their families for that? No, point. no, it's Activision. There's an Activision voucher. Oh, okay. It's so a gift card. Be able to entertain themselves while they starve. Yeah. Great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fucking assholes. I don't. I'm surprised. How out of I'm touch still surprised. can you get? Yeah, I'm still surprised companies are allowed to fucking get away with this. Yeah. And it happens all the way up and down society, all the way to like the political level and the highest business level. Yeah. If you're earning big dollar, you can just keep earning more, and there's nothing to stop you from having the bonus that you have. Yep. It's just stupid. It's so stupid. Yeah. So yeah, it annoys me. But um, other, but on, I guess on the bright side, other than them getting that two hundred dollar gift card, which makes up for everything, obviously. But um, other gaming development companies have just reached out and been like, "Hey, if you were affected in this bullshit, then do send us an application because we will hire you." Because <laughs> yeah, we need we yeah. need game developers. Well, we need game developers, and this is obviously complete bullshit. Yeah. So we'll keep you your job because that's not fair. Which is like good on good do on you know guys. Do you know what's Because there's like games games development's quite a specialist field, and there's not a lot yeah. of people comparatively to other industries. There's not a lot of people going around. Yeah. And you're just gonna lay off th- this whatever his name is must be worth this two hundred mil. Oh yeah, he's the CEO man. Whatever. Who gives a fuck prick? I, I um, love it that that's his fucking bonus as well. Yeah. So yeah, he probably yeah, yeah. earns about like five hundred million a year anyway. I mean, and he's just giving himself a. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah too much. Bonus or yeah. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we we do not condone Activision in what that shite is. We've probably made good games in the past, but I don't know, just don't be dicks. Right. It was never Activision who made the games. It was them who paid other people to make. Oh yeah, games. very true. Yeah, don't stop. <laughs> right, Zack Snyder stuff. Should we do it? Go in. Go straight in. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah. What have you got on that news advice that was about Justice League? Justice League. Uh, this is a bit of a. Sp- we'll wait till the, towards the end because this is to do with the end of the movie. But, okay, um, right. Okay, so Zack Snyder's Justice League. It was wow, fucking four years in the making. More than that. When did Batman vs Superman come out? 2016, because it was filmed back to back, wasn't it? With four. five League. years in the making. Because then it came out in 2017. Five yeah. years in the making. This film. five years. This original the- film. Five years in the making. We've kind of been apprehensive a bit cautious a bit worried 
I think everybody has. Mm. I, think, I think I think especially me, I was a bit more cynical, being like, oh god, why are they making this? This is just fucking whatever. You you slated it when it first I did. happened. Yeah, when it got announced, I was like, for yeah. fuck's sake, just let it die. <laughs> let it die, but also like we'll get we'll get onto like the main things of what I have like whole fan base and stuff a bit mean not only toxic but dangerous yeah and what this means to there's, other films in future there's some interesting implications with, with um, what happened with the show yeah right okay but I guess ultimately I'm glad that the original vision got made because I, th- I think that's ultimately the right thing to do it's like you hire yeah. someone to make a film you make them film it yeah. Or you let them film, not make them film. You let them film it, and if you're just gonna like, you know, regardless of whether they have a tragedy in their family or whatever, if they need time away, you either, I don't know, talk to and they probably did, but you talk to them. It's like, okay, is all right if we hire someone else to take over your reins and make your film. If they're not happy with that, you fucking halt production. You wait until he's ready to come back. Or if he is happy, don't hire another. Don't hire Joss Whedon. And this is not me having to go to Joss Whedon, but I probably mentioned this before. It's it's like a football club. I don't know. Let's say you have one of the best strikers in the world banging in goals for you, and then he leaves, and then you replace him with, I don't know, Andy Carroll? It's what Barcelona did with yeah. Luis Suarez and Martin Braithwaite. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I was trying to refer no offense to, to Martin I was, I was just, you know what? He's it's, kind of yeah, actually pretty decent, but yeah, that's fine. <laughs> okay, it's it's replacing Luis Suarez for Liverpool with, with Andy Carroll. With, no, no, because he was already with it uh, with Ricky Lambert. With Ricky Lambert, <laughs> do you remember? <laughs> oh no, wait, they did that. <laughs> anyway. The, 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 the Ricky Lambert. Didn't no. he retire last year? Uh, I don't fucking know. I think he did. He was. He was. He was. He was a player, wasn't he? You're looking this up. I am, because small, I remember... Small football talk. You've, what you've put me in now is the Ricky Lambert yeah. hype. I remember yeah. this. From it's either that, ago. or instead of replacing Louis Suarez with Ricky Lambert, you replace him with Ricky Lambert and Mario Balotelli. <laughs> Fucking hell. And they did that. They did that. There's obviously some trauma behind this, I hope. Yeah. yeah. Fucking... Why would you do that? Why would Warner Brothers just hire... Okay. Anyway, so... Uh, let's just get rid of this Ricky Lambert stuff first, and then we'll get delve into the. Um, <laughs> is he still playing? It doesn't look like he is. No, I think he. Oh. I think he retired in 2017. Oh, I think um, I remember him retiring. I can't. It's that fucking. End his career at Cardiff City. Good on him. Anyway, Snyder's cut. Snyder's cut. Snyder cut. Snyder a cut. Yeah. Right. So we've explained before about like the whole development process and this with the previous film this is four hours long is it good split into six parts you can watch it as six parts two films one whole film or you can just full on Lord of the Rings this and yeah. just watch the four hours yeah, yeah. Um, is it good I actually really enjoyed it I thought it was I, good I really liked it I really liked it I thought I'm it was shocked. really good I was shocked I know it was yeah I I went into this with very much the mindset of like, okay, this is this is going to be like the only Justice League film. I was yeah, very for uh, like yeah. twenty something years until they're brave enough to make another one with someone yeah. else. I mean, they might not even because superhero movies might have died out by then. Who knows? But yeah, so this might be the only thing I get. And I was just like, 
I'm going to approach this like I'm approaching it with every Justice League cartoon movie that's come out. Because yeah. usually they're really good, the cartoon movies. Most of them are. And I feel like they're the same as well. They kind of launch you in with kind of a little bit of little context and they just you have to kind of pick it up on the fly. But it works. I was like, I'm just going to do that with this. I'm just going to treat it as its own thing and I'm just going to go in and accept what has come before and just enjoy there being a Justice League movie in existence. Yeah. Um, and I really liked it. Yeah. I really like this movie. I think it's really, it's actually really decent. Yeah. Uh, it's it's not... I'd say it's borderline great. Yeah, I would. probably would. I probably would say it's borderline great. Which is shocking to me because I really didn't like Batman vs. Superman. <laughs> this is a much better film than Batman yeah. vs. Superman. By a, I, a this is, before I even coming into this, I was expecting a Batman vs. Superman level film. Like, kind of boring over bloated Very too much, choppy, too much, too much shit going on like regardless of how long this is like Batman vs Superman is like two hours three hours long and it still is bloated and too much shit going on but this it's balances it well it yeah this think, is a this is genuinely a really great movie it yeah. it balances out so well in like it's long yeah. But it certainly doesn't feel like four hours when you're watching it. Yeah. Everything feels like it has a place. There's nothing where you go, maybe except from the end, which we'll get to. But yeah. There's nothing when you're watching it, especially in the first sort of three hours of the movie, where you're like, eh, it shouldn't be here. You're like, no, this this, this is cool. This makes it's sense. It's nice we're this walking along sense. a path here, and I, yeah. I understand what's going on. I mean, there definitely could have been moments where you're like, oh, you could shave that off, maybe. Because, right, if this film was to have come out in 2017 instead of the Justice League, which we're calling it now. <laughs> yeah, um, if that was to come out, this this film in 2017 would no way in hell would have been four hours long, regardless of whether Zack Snyder was still in charge or not, because Warner Brothers would have definitely said... It would have been maximum, two movies. Well, two movies or maximum three hours. Yeah. We're not going to make it two hours and not be a cunt like we and did with Joss Whedon. We're not going to... Yeah, the four-hour we'll version. The four-hour version. Yeah, yeah. Um, that is. Yeah, what there's no like way in the rings. Hell. Yeah, they released the cinematic versions and then there's the extended cuts. Yeah, so yeah. there's yeah, there's no way in hell that this film would have been three hour. Uh, would have been four hours. It would have been f- three maximum, um, which I think. Yeah, that, that that film, if it would have come out, it would have been over bloated, and what we would have expected. But because yeah, I don't know. It's just it feels like. It feels like one person's vision, which is so nice. <laughs> it's <laughs> it's so, so beautiful to say, isn't yeah. it? It feels like one man had a direction he was going in, and he it was did allowed it. to do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and also, uh, I, I looked online and it was like, oh, the budget to this film was 70 million. No, fucking wasn't. It's 370 million. It was 370. Shut up. Don't say that, because they're just basing it off of like the money that was used to complete this film they're not taking into account the money to film the initial scenes film in the, the first film place the entire thing yeah. in the first place before the whole justice league thing yeah because all of this so, was like all of this pretty much was done yeah by the time action idol was unfortunately fired and, and well left let go fired allegedly the whole mess Happened. And it, ama- it, like, it amazes me when we were watching through and going, oh, that scene ended differently than the reshoot one. Actually, there were a couple of moments where I was like, yeah. oh, this is very... Like, there's there's 
there's cases in which you're like okay this is basically the same scene but there's slight yeah. tweaks that i can see that yeah. have been made or there's instances where they're all stood around the mother box which is like kind of halfway through the film i think it's kind of about halfway halfway when he, yeah three Batman's quarters. got the team together and yeah. they're thinking about a plan and what to do and how to maybe revive superman blah 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 yeah and they're like that whole scene is completely different from the one that was in the original movie it's a completely different scene I I will also say this also if you're going to think that this is a completely different film no no it's still the same plot it's exactly the same film it just makes sense (laughs) but yeah the Justice League um, it feels like a puzzle It, it feels like a puzzle with not all the puzzle pieces it's like building a Lego but with half of the bricks to do that Lego bit do you know what the Justice League feels like to me what now you've mentioned puzzles yeah. It, it, it's like somebody released it in webisodes but like every webisode is a jump cut slightly to a future event yeah so that it skips things yeah. and so when you watch the next one you're like Have I, 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 I get what's going on but I feel like we're missing a couple of things yeah. here I feel like there should have been yeah. some, some explanation here like why did that character just say that like what, yeah. what, why is there you know whereas this version of the movie it irons out all of those there's, things there's things called character development in this film um it's pretty yeah. big. There's a lot of character development in There's this film. A lot of character development. Instead of just people acting like characters and doing things, which is what the first yeah. movie was. There's actually reflection, time for reflection in this movie, and yeah. and in between bits. And so, like this story, as you said, it's the same plot. Yeah. It's Batman trying to bring the Justice League together uh, with the help of Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman. Um. And it introduces, obviously, Aquaman as a new character. Flash. Flash. Cyborg as as a new character. Yes. Um, Should we just go straight into spoilers? I feel like we have to. Yeah, because there's... Right, we're going to say spoilers, but also there's nothing really to spoil other than the very end. Yeah. So, obviously, the plot of, ah, Superman's dead, and there's this guy, Steppenwolf, he's coming to destroy the world. We're bringing together the Justice League. He's, have to bring Superman. Things with mother boxes. Superman's coming back, and then end. That's the film. That is the film. That, that is. The, it's still that the plot. is the film. It's still yeah. the plot of the movie. Exactly um, the same. I'm just fascinated that how like you can have exactly the same plot in two films, and one of them be completely awful, and the other one be great. I'm still like blown away. It is by a little that. bit like my. Yeah. It's a little bit kind of head scratching to be like. Yeah. How, well, did how did this like how, how do you fuck this up this badly yeah like and it just goes to show that that's what happens when corporate corporate shit get in the way I, we know how to yeah. make a movie but yeah it's like I, don't, I wouldn't even blame like, everyone blaming Joss Whedon I, yeah there's some things that he like implemented like the reshoots that didn't make sense or whatever but ultimately Warner Brothers said to would have said to him allegedly possibly maybe or just to cover my back Hey, Joss Whedon, come in. You did the Avengers, right? You made this good. We want to make the Avengers. So here's four hours of footage. Make that two hours. And if you want to implement anything, yeah, do so. I don't know, like the Flash falling onto Wonder Woman's breasts. Because humor. Because funny. Um, even, yeah. though Wonder Wo- even though Gal Gadot refused to be in that scene, but they still filmed it anyway, which is completely crass and ugh, awful. Yeah. Yeah. So there's, there's, there's shit like that that is in it and then the really awful jokes. But if you're giving someone four hours of footage and then, yeah. then forcing them to and make then, like, it two a hours... A few months to say, yeah. this is the release date of this movie. Make, make this it two a hours. cohesive 
version of your Avengers film with there's, what we give you. There's no way he can do that. No. No. No, there's no way. And it's why that everything was so bad. It's why the CG's bad. It's why it looks awful. Because it's yeah. just not finished. Yeah. Make this look brighter. But we filmed it in but you this can't style spend any anyway. Money, so just turn the brightness up on the contrast. And the, and get Instagram picture. filters and put that on. Yeah. It makes me wonder, like, because... Like, also Superman, not only does the whole moustache gate and shit out like that happen, with the, oh, there's, there's none of in this film. There's oh, none of that in this there's, film. Ah, oh, there's no moustache. Um, but I just, watching this and Superman in the black suit, obviously, because that's in the trailers, we'll talk about the trailers also in a minute. Um, it looks great, but then thinking back to Justice League, Superman's suit looks like shit. It's because they CGI'd the colours in. Yeah. It's because it's, it's, it's the same suit. They just had to brighten it. It's why no, it no, looks no, so no. like... No, no, it's the, the, they, they filmed him in the black suit. Yeah, so they just put... Because they coloured it in. They coloured it in. But and they that's made why, it why like, really it? bright colours instead why of the slightly toned down stuff it was with his original suit. Yeah, yeah. and I'm just like, why is this... It's not that the colour's bad, but it's, it looks glossy, if that makes sense. It looks weird. Which it's I like somebody's really... gone, do Justice League but make it a cartoon. That's kind of what they've done. Yeah. Like make it make it bright yeah. because yeah, bright's better. Yeah, he's, he's he's wearing a black suit in this scene, but we want you to color it in blue and red because Superman is Superman. I think it's also important to mention while we mention the fact that the plot is the same. Yeah. If you're somebody like out there, and I'm sure there's some people out there that just doesn't like jo- uh, Zack Snyder's movies because they're dark and they're this mono- is... kind of monotoned and stuff. This movie is still quite dark in places, <laughs> like this, bo- both color wise and movie. yeah. Tonal wise, Bloody, like it's, he loves his darkness and slow mos. He does, which is all for that. But I They're, didn't mind that in this. It, do you know what? It, it wasn't the as tone. jarring. It did it fit the tone well because, like, when you watch like Batman vs Superman, I'm just like, why? Why is everything dark? Why? It's dark for no reason, I guess. But in this, I don't know. It made sense and. Yeah, it, it, I guess it's because we are comparing it to Justice League and we're like, okay, that looked like shit because of the filters and everything. And now it just looks like it was intended to or it looked more natural, I guess. Yeah. Like, the sets actually look like sets. Like, exactly the same scenes of Superman in the fields with Lois and his mum. Yeah. It's like, Christ, that actually looks like a field. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't look like a this green screen. A it doesn't look like a green yeah. screen, no. Um, yeah. Stuff like that. It's The interesting thing about this movie that I find is that I kind of... I tilt my head at it slightly because I'm like... This still has all the, the, the tropes that a Zack Schneider movie does. Like, the action sequences are completely overblown and it's and it's big and it's loud and it, and it has slow-mo shots and everything has to be artistically placed. But I don't feel any of that. Yeah. Because... There's enough time in this movie, and maybe Zack Schneider should just exclusively make four-hour films from now on. Um, maybe this is just what he's I mean. really good at. Is that there's enough time for those things to breathe in amongst some really beautiful like character moments and character shots. Yeah. And, that, and I will just say, because I'll probably forget, because there's a lot to talk about, but uh, it's a beautifully shot movie, this. Yeah, of course it is. Like, it's really, yeah. really is beautiful. Like, even the first see- three or four scenes or so of, yeah. like, Lois in the coffee store and like Batman brooding and things like yeah. it's really really good yeah it's really really beautiful we don't when is it when did I mention that it's the first time we see Batman in his suit it's like two hours in it's like two it? hours into the movie yeah yeah yeah. that's the shocking to me up. 
I mean, we're not counting the scene right at the start of the film when they're fighting Doomsday. And no, because that's a it, flashback to Yeah, the, whatever. That doesn't count. Movie, yeah. But, like, you, in this film, in this story, you finally see him in a bat suit. It's, like, it's two hours in. And it's ridiculous. And we were watching... We... Uh, I talk about the positives of... I want to talk about this real quick. Um, so, I feel that it the the prospect of this film coming out it has got its positives rather than negatives which I'll get on soon as well so positives it coming out on HBO Max and everything like that yeah. and you're able to just watch it and it being split into six parts I like the fact that it, you can watch it as a four hour epic you can split it into two films you can split it into a mini series you can watch it in whatever way you want rather than just being like oh fuck I really want to watch the Justice League but I better watch it on Friday because I'm not doing anything on Friday so I've got four hours free you set it's whole like, afternoon yeah I have to, to set yeah but no you can literally be like right I'll watch part one today so I'll watch the other parts part throughout the week or I'll watch you know the first two hours today and it not feel like I have to watch the second bit um, no yeah I really like that and I really like that because it's come out on HBO Max it really gives the opportunity to other film developers and directors and film studios and companies to be like, right, well, actually, this is such a really good opportunity to do that. You know, yeah. make this four-hour epic film, but have it structured in a way where you can watch it as a miniseries or two films or one large epic. And it it, yeah. it doesn't feel worse in each way, if that makes sense. Watching it as a series doesn't, like, not make it as good as watching it as a four-hour epic, which I really like. So it'll be interesting to see what the companies do from now on. And, you know, if a director comes up to a studio and says, hey, I want to make a four-hour epic, they'll more likely say yes, I guess, than just being like, oh, no, but films and we need to put it in cinemas and cinemas only allow certain time slots and we can only have a certain amount of time slots so we can't make it four hours. We could put it on it like Disney Plus or HBO Max or Amazon or whatever and just watch it like this way. Yeah. So I like that. Um, but then also, the, I'd say the negative things or worries I have actually is... Actually, uh, should I? No, I won't. I won't say that. The so Zack Snyder fans, yeah. Justice League fans, DC fans have got what they want. This the reason why that this film was able to happen is because it was already filmed. So, like the release, the Snyder Cut thing was as much it as I worked did, because yeah. it was a particular set of circumstances that made it yeah. occur. Like Zack Snyder should have never have been fired under the circumstances that he was it was pretty disgusting from Warner Brothers it's pretty cold hearted yeah they've realised that they made such a big mistake because they thought they were doing the right thing bringing Josh Whedon in and just giving him a list of tick boxes to do and make this you know this two hour, make this two hour film do it for us we'll give you all the cash you want yeah that flopped massively yeah they saw how people reacted to it they saw how people got behind Zack Schneider's version yeah and how they actually thought maybe the yeah, better thing we could, should have done is wait for Zach to come back from grieving his daughter's yeah. death and let him finish this film and release it in two parts or whatever and not get caught up on being self-conscious and worried about the fact that people yeah. didn't like the two previous films yeah. and just let him finish this vision off anyway. And I think because people got behind it, 
they realised, yeah, we made a mistake, then let's let him do it or release it on HBO. Yeah. Because the footage is already there. We just basically yeah. need to... There's a couple of things that need to be maybe edited and shot again, but then it just needs to be put all together and finished off and yeah. all the visuals. So every, everyone's got in a win-win situation. Yeah. But for me, it's like, well, where's the line now? You've like sort of... You've, you've conformed to this set of fans and then you've got other fans out there like Last Jedi haters that are like, oh, this one needs to be remade. Oh, release the bloody... Uh, I don't know. Release the Trevorrow cut of that, or Is release he... release the J.J. Abrams cut of Last Jedi and stuff like I that. Was... Well, it's like, well, hang on. It's yeah, not. I was watching. Don't. I was watching a YouTube video yesterday, and how did the person? There was someone in the YouTube video. It was about Justice League um, that I was watching, and somebody framed it in the sense of they said, um, they said something along the lines of, I don't want to misquote them, uh, but I feel like it was like. Um, it's a win because we made them do it. Yeah. Which I thought was okay. a little bit of a dangerous line. Yeah, exactly. A bit of an edge That's exactly like, what I'm thinking. You can't now just force studios to make whatever you want. Yeah. That's not how this works. The whole point in different filmmakers doing their own ideas is because it gives us films that the general audience would be surprised about. Because if you were just like, oh yeah, make, make Last Jedi, but Luke as the hero, and everything's fine and cool and... Ray and Kylo just kiss together and they're just they're amazing and Han Solo just comes back for no apparent reason and yeah that's good well it's like sorry but no <laughs> but no I think there's this interesting trend in Hollywood at the moment and Star Wars is a good one to bring up because I think it's a really good example of like studios doing too much listening to what fans want yep and that's why Star Wars Rise of Skywalker is shit yeah, because they panicked. They saw that people they conformed. Got, yeah. They, yeah, they got the people got weird about the Last Jedi, and then people they conformed and they were like, okay, let's make something that just is is a a screen pleaser. It just pleases everybody. Yeah, it's just it's happy, 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 happy. It pleases, and everybody universally, apart from some people I'm sure out there, none of which I've met, but yeah, <laughs> um, people that really like everybody universally hates Rise of Skywalker as they should. It's a terrible film. No, I, I'd probably disagree. I'd say critics dislike it, but most fans like Rise of Skywalker. Oh dear. Yeah. What has Star Wars become? Yeah. Thanks, Mickey Mouse. No, on, no. Honestly, uh, if you like it, it's fine. But it's like studios should not conform to give. I mean, yeah, you can make Star Wars films, but because some sets of fans don't like one film that came out, doesn't mean that they have to remake that film instantly to please your ideas. It's like, well, no, fucking deal with it. You know, I didn't like Rise of Skywalker. Would I like to see Colin Trevorrow's version? Yeah, but... As would I, yeah. Yeah. It wasn't made. No. So It was just it ultimately concept art and a concept script yeah, on paper. Ultimately, for me, yeah. tough shit. I have to fucking deal with it. Yeah, we have to live with that now. Yeah. And that's fine. that's fine. That's fine. You know, Rise of Skywalker is out there. I would just never watch past episode six. It's fine by me. Yeah. That's where the canon and, heads and that's the thing. ends if in my you, head. Like, if you didn't like any of the sequel trilogies, fine. You've got your prequels. You've yeah. got your original trilogy. You don't have to watch everything yeah. that's new. That there comes are out. there are people that that just completely, absolute pan, the prequels. I actually yeah. enjoy the prequels. Yeah. Right. I, I, Re- Return Revenge of the Sith for me is probably like the third best Star Wars movie yeah. in my opinion. I like. It might not yeah, be as high I, on other people's. I think list, on, on like a filmmaking standpoint, like. Well, we've we've spoken about the prequels. I probably was a little bit harsh harsh on them mm. because of like the writing and everything like that. But conceptually, so much better than the sequels. 
Yeah, easily because yeah. it's fucking it's, different. It's funny how you've got a completely different problem. Yeah. You've got too much studio meddling yeah. and not enough studio meddling on the opposite yeah. end. No, yeah, because yeah. like even though, like, the the prequels are cohesive because it's George Lucas's vision of what he wanted. And that's really yeah. good, and you can see and, that. And, and they that. and they did have a little bit of studio interference, being like, "Well, we're not going to give you like hundred billion dollars straight away because you haven't proven yourself in making a multi-billion-dollar franchise." He does that. The studio don't get interfered enough with like George Lucas and the prequels. Him a script editor. <laughs> and it's like, well, calm down here. You know, these all in choice and ideas are really good and. And people will say, yeah, but the Clone Wars make up for that. Well, I shouldn't have to watch the Clone Wars to understand what happens in the films. I just shouldn't. A piece of, yeah, yeah. a piece of art should be able to... Hold its own. Hold its own without any other... Con- you can link it to other things, but you should yeah. be able to watch something or look at something or listen to something yeah. and understand it as a, yeah. as a piece on its own. So I think, I think ultimately what we're trying to say is just, just be careful... Like studios, I hope they just be careful and just don't conform to. I think this is an interesting thing, yeah. and I think. But it's where's the line? Yeah. You need to make the line. It's I like there's a lot of interesting. It's a really, it's going to be a really interesting test, actually, isn't it, for studios now? Because like they've seen where the line is. They, you know, Zack Snyder's Justice League, I think, deservedly got made and got released because yeah. it was Ultimately, it was it a particular set of circumstances that yeah. came about, and it should. Well, it was. Yeah. It was. It was done. The filming was done. I'm sure. Absolutely. Yeah. But maybe, hopefully what I hope that the positive thing that comes out of this yeah. is that studios will now maybe respect directors' visions a little more. Yeah. And they'll go, okay, Definitely. we want certain things to come of this because obviously there's still money involved and there's our money invested in your project. But let's have more of a healthy dialogue with you about what you're trying to do so we yeah. better understand the artistic vision and vice versa. Yeah. You know, obviously, as you, as you clearly expressed you don't want the whole thing of like every single movie now being like remake it to how we yeah. want it and i didn't like this one bit yeah so we have to we, we have to remake, remake it, it now it's like yeah. no that's not going to happen yeah it's just no, not works. realistically going to happen because your version of what you like is different to like again it's that pleasing everyone it's, it's like the difference between headcanon yeah. and canon isn't it yeah it's like it's i i you start love, to think that you your know, headcanon is necessarily correct yeah. for what you yeah it's like i don't like the andrew garfield films some people do. Yeah. Am I going to force them to say, oh, I'll remake the Andrew Garfield films? No. No, because you've got so many other Spider Man movies. Yeah, because I've got all the others. And also, like, if I was to be like. The but, yeah, because also, if I was yeah. to be like that, then I'd know that there would be a bunch of other fans of those films that would be disappointed that it's technically not canon anymore because they've remade it to something I, I would consider better. It's like, well, no, because that's just not fair. Yeah, but whatever. Anyway, back to Zack Snyder's Justice League. Yes. Um, it's good. It is very good. It's yeah. long. It is long. It's long, but it doesn't feel long. So, yeah, like when I was saying earlier, we, we had like a little half an hour break at the two hour mark. I hadn't had any yeah. like, lunch slash dinner, so we, we stopped, got a bit of food for like 15, 20 minutes. Yeah. Refreshed, got a drink. Which was like down to it. And it was fine. And it was fine, yeah. Yeah, it's good. As I said, like this film doesn't. Like, chapter one flew by. Yeah, and it was like I've just I just divided it up like each chapter is about forty minutes long. Yeah, chapter one flew by. I yeah. was like, oh okay. I think ultimately it all did nice. fly, fly by. Mo- yeah, the whole, most of the film did fly by for me. I think the only thing bit was the ending that was a bit like okay, that's just a bit Lord of the Rings esque. Like okay, right, let's just fucking wrap this up. Right, we, yeah. this would have been a yeah. much better film if it had like maybe fifteen minutes at the end. 
cut. Yeah, this. I think. The, the last, I, I, okay, the last I'm saying of the, the last of the six chapters of this film is an epilogue, and the yeah. epilogue is a little bit long. It's, I, I don't say even long, but it's just a bit unnecessary. It's unnecessary. Yeah. And it shouldn't. There's parts of it that you could take out and it would be just fine. Yeah. Like you don't need. It would have been much. for me. It would have been a much better film. And I think actually, the epilogue bit is the uh, is the reshot scenes for the Snyder Cut bit. So Zack Snyder came back and was like, right, let's get Jared Leto back. Let's get Martian Manhunter in. And this film. Oh yeah, of Martian scenes. Manhunter's in this movie. He's good. He's I mean, really good. Yeah. Right. Okay. He's good, but also it feels kind of pointless. He's just kind of there. He's just there, um, and it's like okay. Well, and this is like this cool. is why I said earlier like this is why I treated this movie like an animated movie because yeah. that's like typical animated movie stuff I've just, just like, right oh, at the end th- this character's yeah. here cool <laughs> yeah like no exactly okay, there's been no explanation yeah. for you being here but fine I guess these and, events can be happening uh, parallel to one another part of me I'm not going to be cynical at Zack Snyder or anything like that because I've done that too many times but part of me really feels as though the epilogue is just right I've made my movie so I'm just going to tack a little bit on the end to hint at some future stuff, so that hopefully this is what I this is articles to, about. So actually. hopefully all the planned sequels that <laughs> yeah yeah. So that hopefully a bunch of fans will start making the hashtag restore the Snyder cut, so then I'd be able to continue on. It's like I, fuck, just all right, just come on. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I can understand what you're you're saying there. I. I think it's just the guy who was really passionate about the project and he was yeah. like, this is where I was going to go with all this. Yeah. I'm never going to get to do it, so I'm just going to plant those seeds anyway so that yeah. people can ask about them and I can talk to yeah. them about it. Because, um, you know, Zach Schroeder's been like really vocal online. He like explains a lot of things and he answers a lot of questions that people yeah. have about things. Um, but yeah, this 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 movie feels like it's, it's kind of the closing of the chapter, but it also... With that last bit, it really oh, it's leaving so many doors it, open. It, it leaves so many doors open to so many possible sequels and yeah. uh, the future of the Justice League. Um, but in a way, <clears throat> there's still a part of me when I was watching it, with the knowledge that it's never going to happen. I was still like, "This is actually if? a really good ending." But what if though? Yeah. This is a really like because it instills you with some hope. Yeah. Of like these characters live on somewhere. Yeah. Well, I mean, they are doing the Flash film. They are. The Flash film so, is still happening, that's true. But I guess they could continue it. I guess they could. And a third Wonder Woman movie. Yeah, that's still happening. Aquaman 2 is happening. So I guess they could do another Justice League, but it's not going to be like the... Because, in- yeah, it's not going to be the intended two-parter Justice League, which everyone thought it was going to be. Like, this is a definitive end. There, there is a definitive end of this film. I mean, what, um, they, what they could potentially do... Like, because DC, fuck knows where their head is at with, like... Oh, they're just doing like uh, Elseworld just, stuff. Yeah, they're just doing what they want. But yeah. it would be really cool that they could do like they could continue to have the individual characters' movies built out, and they could do the Shazam tril- trilogy or whatever. And then they could maybe in like ten years' time they could bring everybody back and yeah. link it in with like and have Batflick as like the main character, and he yeah. comes back and he's like, "Yeah, Darkseid's back, and now yeah. we need everybody from the multiverse yeah. to come and punch this guy to the." Should we talk about the villains, especially Darkseid? Yeah, because Darkseid is in this movie. <laughs> is it right? So. Steppenwolf. Steppenwolf. So much better villain. <laughs> oh my god, he's not he's not talking about his fucking mother all the time. He's um Jesus. He's not the best villain in a superhero movie ever. He's he's, he's more competent. But he's he's more competent. Yeah. Uh, he's he got reasons. Sounds like an asthmatic granddad. Uh, Which I, I still didn't really like the voice, but he doesn't whatever. have he doesn't have a um he doesn't have a obsession with his mum. Uh, which I'm thankful for. Yeah. Um, he looks so much better. <laughs> he looks badass. He doesn't look like a video game villain. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
and he actually has a bit of character to him and character arc to him. Yeah. You learn that he's been he's banished. He's been banished. He's trying to redeem himself in the eyes of Darkseid. And he finds that the mother box is called to him here on Earth and he says, right, if I can collect these, it will redeem me in the eyes of my master. Yeah. Uh, and that's his whole thing. Yeah. And it's great because it gives a drive to the character. Yeah. So we understand why he's I, doing I wish, what he's doing. I wish, look, when you said he's not the greatest character, villain or whatever, it, I mean, it's definitely an improvement on Justice League. But there were still bits where I was like, oh, I really like that, like the conversation he has with Desaad of like, oh, you know, I've done a f- billion or like, what was it, 50,000 worlds yeah. and stuff like that. And you, well, like, you have I, done... I, yeah, I guess what I mean by like... It's, no, the, uh, no. it's interesting because like villains are hard to... Because you still yeah. like a villain is a villain, yeah. and it, no matter how complex you make them, they still have certain tropes they have to follow. Yeah. So I'm not I, I'm not saying that he's not complex in like in the grand scheme of things, he's no like Joker from the Dark Knight. Yeah. Like he's not like a scene stealer. No, but what I'm talking about is that um, there was parts like those, the conversations. Yeah. Where I was like, well, I'm really liking this. I'm really liking the explanations of everything, and then it just sort of stops. <laughs> it's like you're feeding me so much, which I'm liking. Just give me more. Of that. <laughs> just give me. Just more. give me more. Um, Maybe so go yeah, into a flashback of like what happened. I guess flashback. Yeah. Yeah. Or just more conversations. Uh, we get Desaad in this movie. Who. Uh, I have a bit of a weird thing with Dark, uh, Dark Side and Desaad in this film because I think they're fucking pointless. <laughs> they, there was all these trailers and stuff like that being like, oh, Dark Side is the main villain. And I guess it's that's those expectations and everyone's saying this is a completely different film. It's like, yeah, Steppenwolf is really good could have been so much better if he wasn't I guess, I guess he's a bit I don't know too obsessed with Darkseid and stuff it's like if Loki in the Avengers kept on going to like Thanos and being like oh yeah what should I do now yeah. help me no Loki has clearly got his own visions yeah he's he's in the backgrounds working for Thanos and that's the reason why he's got the scepter and stuff like that but ultimately <clears throat> It would have been Thanos like, is giving Loki the opportunity to do what he wants, and he wants to overtake the planet yeah. of Earth. So it's like, yeah. So I think Loki has effectively got a complete arc in that film. Yeah, there's a lot of similarities you could say with this film and the first Avengers. A lot of similarities, like yeah. the Loki and Steppenwolf situation. Was, yeah, I think there was always going to be. So I think, I think you can you can have references to Dark Side, but. You can, you, yeah. You, you, I, I was happy with the the first Amazonian uh, like war, like the the conversation that of Darkseid going there and going against the gods and the lanterns and stuff. That was all really cool. Nothing more than that though. You've you've cut. You've done that. Focus on Steppenwolf more. Do you think it would have been better if they had kept Darkseid as? Don't show less him. Of the, less of the conversation, but keep him until the very end to show him when the portal opens up. And you get a view, and it's like him Possibly. staring down, like, Possibly. yeah, this is this is the dude you're, you you should be frightened of, and he's coming now Possibly. with all his might. And maybe they should have framed it and give Disard and Steppenwolf more, and have like a really interesting butting heads thing mm. of like Disard is like, oh, you found the mother boxes, did you? Okay, yeah, that cool. will redeem you in the eyes. Fuck, I don't actually want this guy to succeed because I don't like him, and I want yeah. to be the right hand man, of, and have them like yeah. pitted off against one another. Because I yeah. got a little bit of feeling for that, but it's not actually explored fully. No, yeah, yeah that's be, what I mean. It would have been nice to have a little bit more of a like, yeah. both vying for Darkseid's button heads, you know, approval. Yeah, yeah. And like, Desaad is obviously the one who currently holds that position. Yeah. And Steppenwolf feels is like, threatened. I'm disgraced, yeah, but yeah. now I'm going to. 
and maybe there was a little bit of panic from yeah. Dessard to be like shit he's found the mother boxes and he might have found the anti-life equation well I, now I, I must you know he mustn't succeed because my position is now I guess yeah it's yeah that's like yeah but I understand what like I still like what they did in the movie but I understand, I understand what you mean it's like I mean it could have been better it, it could have like, it could have you know you could have sown more of those seeds yeah. you know Earlier on, these are only like I guess nitpicks though, because ultimately I've got like maybe a few problems, which is like Darkseid feels kind of pointless. He does get bitch slapped in his like fight sequence with like the Green Lanterns and stuff. Like, yeah, he's up against like an entire army, but like he gets his ass handed he gets ha- to him. Ass handed to him by the Greek gods. <laughs> yeah, and it's like I thought this guy was. But that, I thought but this guy I was you think a force it, to like, be reckon- reckoned with. Well, I, I suppose was... you're like. Do you know what? It's actually nice. What? Because it's like, well, are we showing power balance? Yeah. In in a world that has yeah. this Superman, who is pretty and, much indestructible. Oh, it, 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 it's it's really confusing because I'm like, okay, so he gets his ass handed to him. They they fuck off, and then they like uh, Wonder Woman like can uh, explains. Well, but then like the Atlanteans like were submerged underwater. The Amazonians like disbanded, got betrayed by the gods. The gods are dead. So why doesn't the dark side just look like? Ah, oh, they've all disbanded. I could just go down again before Superman found, appears. He found other worlds that were easy to conquer, I suppose. Yeah. But surely, but I, I think. I well, think no, he couldn't. Problems... He couldn't because he didn't have the mother boxes. Yeah, I suppose so. So um, why don't why don't you just wait before Superman comes in? And then, like, the Green Lantern died in that battle, and the yeah. ring, you saw the ring go off. Amazonians obviously get disbanded, that's where they are when Wonder Woman happens. Yeah. Bloody gods are dead. Yeah. Or banished. Atlanteans are submerged underwater. Just invade then. Yeah. Why not? Yeah, I think you're nitpicking well, a little bit. Maybe I, I am. Maybe I, I, I am. I think yeah. you're picking a hole in... It's like the, um, <laughs> just do it's that. Like the typical superhero thing of, like... Why explain? Yeah, it's like you don't need to know because yeah. that, that's like, it's a superhero from as a guy that can fly. Who cares? Um, maybe, but like we saw him badly injured, so maybe you could say, Oh, he was just really badly injured and it took him a long time to heal to yeah, get back maybe. to full power. Yeah, and you know, without the mother boxes, why would why would he come back yeah. to Earth? Because he's he's not he's clearly not very powerful, yeah. without them. So there's no guarantee that, and you know, he's not keeping tabs on Earth because he's yeah. from a galaxy all this way. Away. Uh, yeah, yeah, I guess ultimately, my, my plus, he didn't is... even know where what Earth was. Like he didn't even know the name of the world, so how would you know where to look? There we go. How would you not know the place of the planet you're invading? He doesn't care. He just shows up and is like, "Yeah, this is mine now." Oh. Skadoosh. Skadoosh. Or attempt to skadoosh. Um. But yeah, it's like. Yeah, I, I guess it's I just. I think a lot of the things that you, a lot of the problems it's you just have. Just the trailers. Actually, like Dark Side is just in the background. Like yeah. it would have been. It would have explained away a lot if you you spend time with Darkseid, but yeah. then again, that's more time taken away from other things yeah. to explain who this guy is. Yeah. And like, if you really want to know who Darkseid is, Google him. Like, yeah, but want to get but his backstory. That is the same problem with the. With the, I don't have to. I don't have, have to yeah, watch this. I shouldn't have yeah, to watch yeah, yeah. this. Yeah, 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 yeah. So maybe maybe it would have been better if he'd just been teased at the end. As yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Oh shit! It's Darkseid. Yeah, yeah. Um, and. Or name it would have been better if it was stuff. just Dissard that Steppenwolf was talking to until the yeah. very end where Darkseid shows up. Yeah, yeah. And Steppenwolf I think like, that would be it's, I guess, yeah, it's like I said, it's because like all the trailers... And that, this is what I want to go on to. The trailers were shit. No, we, were t- we were talking about trailers on the 50th episode of like with the best and the worst. It's like initially, when we were watching them, it, good things, it got us hyped, the trailers. It got us excited for this new Snyder Cut. 
But ultimately, shit trailers, because they give away all of the new stuff, I guess. It's like, people were going to watch this film anyways. Like, they were obviously hyped. That's the yeah. whole reason why this film was being made. You can just make the trailers have, I mean, glimpses of Superman in a black suit. You can have glimpses, like, you know, Steppenwolf in this new design and stuff like that. You can have, like, the extended scenes of Cyborg and stuff like that. But don't give away Darkseid or anything like that. Don't give away, like, yeah. the main yeah, points that don't ultimately matter. Maybe they just thought, fuck it. Because, like, a lot of this had already yeah. been revealed by Zack Schneider on, like, Twitter. Because people have been asking him for the past five years of, like, yeah. so what was your plan, original plan with Steppenwolf oh, yeah, and Darkseid? Dark he's like, oh, here's the design for Darkseid, by the way. So yeah. people already knew he was going to be in the movie. Yeah. So maybe they were just like, oh, fuck it. Let's just put yeah. all the cool shit in the trailer and just get people to watch this. Cause yeah. Come and watch the movie. Yeah. You know, because at the end of the day, like we said, like if you're going into this movie expecting a different movie, it's not. No, it's, it's the same, not. It's the, it's, same movie. it's the same movie. There's just more of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like which makes it better. Which makes it so much better and so much more cognitive. Yeah. <laughs> yeah should we talk about like this, the the same points, but right? Okay. So who was your favorite character in the Hobbit? In the Hobbit. The the whole bit. Oh, the whole bit. <laughs> yeah, the Hobbit. Who's your favorite? Yeah, let's fuck the Snyder cut now. Let's talk about the Hobbit. What was your favorite character in the Hobbit? Uh, definitely Smaug. But um... yeah, same. Um, <laughs> right, no, who's who's your favorite character in this whole film? My favorite character in this whole film, I think, we probably have the same answer as Cyborg. Yes, Cyborg. Because he is the heart of this movie. Yeah. Um, I really love his story in this. Yeah, yeah. I love love. I love think it. we'd even agree that he was the best bit in the Justice League, even yes, though he, he was, had yeah. fuck all to do. Yeah. Even like there was maybe just one convent plot MacGuffin yeah. in the original, even in the yeah. theatrical release. But like it, it's, everything it, is flushed out more in this, so you understand yeah. why he's the plot MacGuffin in yeah. this one. And it really, and you understand the heart of the character. You have and to why applaud he to do what he yeah. does. You have to really applaud um, Ray Ray Parker. Ray Fisher. Ray, Ray Fisher. Sorry, Ray Parker. Fuck my own. Um, no, Ray Fisher. Like even though he had like maybe one conversation in Justice League, and he was still our favorite character. Great. Yeah. Because of him. And also, just in this film in general, it's like he had the best story and everything. You spend a lot of time with Cyborg. Uh, yeah. You spend a lot of time with him, you know, wrestling the morality of the fact that he is a supercomputer that can hack into pretty much anything. And his, like, <coughs> he can start a holocaust if he wanted. Yeah. His confrontation with his father as well was quite, like, oh, God, that's tragic. And love the relationship with the dad. Yeah. Uh, we get to see some flashbacks of his mum and him uh, him as a sort of high school kid and yeah. uh, his accident and what happened and how it's kind of how his relationship with his father was yeah. and how it's developed through the trauma huh? yeah. and out the other side and to what it is now. Yeah. Um, and it's really, yeah, it's really beautiful and complex and um, like it just, it's so much, it's so, there's so much help. Yeah. You know? So good. It's so it's it's so much of it helps just flush out his character as a whole, and like him controlling his yeah. It's kind of we and... both said this like there's there's a there's a solid origin movie in this movie for Cyborg. Yeah, <laughs> like there's there's a whole like you know there's a good hour probably dedicated to him. I think there's a bit, we we spoke about I spoke about this to you after we watched it. There's like there's a it's like it's like four quarters of this film yeah which is like sort of muddled all together it's like we got the the flash origin we got the cyborg origin we got the justice league dis, uh, coming together and then we got the villains yeah um so yeah we'll, we'll talk about more cyborg so like he if you had to introduce a bunch of characters into a film especially a justice league film 
Cyborg makes the most sense because he was made by the mother boxes and those mother boxes are connected to Steppenwolf and blah 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 and all the villains so it's like yeah I, I would have because I guess the conversation a lot of people had is like oh why wasn't Cyborg film made why wasn't a Flash film made before this why wasn't an Aquaman but why was it all rushed basically yeah. and it's looking back at this I would probably still agree that Flash should have had his film Aquaman should have had his film and I think before this film and the one character you would keep in this film as the introduction point is, is Cyborg, Cyborg. Yeah. yeah it and makes it makes, most sense. And it makes sense because yeah. he's made from the mother box and he has a connection to it and he's like the, the, so it makes sense for his story to align with yeah. what we're telling at the moment yeah um, I do feel like yeah, and why he's hesitant to join the Justice even though League we spend, even though you spend more time with Barry than you did in the original so yeah. you get to know the Flash a little bit more yeah um, it's still it's still it's, it's, a still bit, good. it's still a bit like it's still good and it works yeah. but it's still a bit like you could have made this a separate movie like, yeah. it, it would have been yeah. and then you could have like maybe cut down this movie or you could have spent other time yeah, in this movie focusing exactly. on other things that's what I mean like Dark Side or whatever or, yeah, um, or Steppenwolf and it's the same or... with Aquaman because he kind of yeah. gets the less of actually yeah. he gets quite a, quite, quite a fair think, bit I think he gets not as much as the other people not as much as Flash he, and Cyborg he, but Aquaman definitely feels like the character that we like already know I guess I guess we've watched the Aquaman yeah, we, we, yeah we, <laughs> I'm trying to think about this in the in the way to describe it it's like if we were to watch this film initially he doesn't get as much time compared to Cyborg he Flash he really doesn't need to though does he doesn't he though because it's a bit it's like, like yeah there's Atlantis and yeah he's got a trident or it's not really a trident because a trident has three points and he's given the trident which has it's, five it's points a, it's, a, it's, it's a, a pendant quadrant it's a pendant. It's five. Pen. Not pendant. I don't know what I'm talking about. What is a five spiked trident? That's what I'm going to type into Google. Yeah. Uh, what is what? a. Uh, the the five important questions. Pointed. I'm saying pendant, even though I definitely know it's not pendant. <laughs> pendant is something you wear around your neck. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's definitely not pendant, but I'm calling it a pendant. Pidant? Pendant. Oh, this is riveting stuff. Sorry. No, it's fine. We're not professionals at all. Let's I, I, there's no easy answers with Google. Oh, goddamn Google. What is a five-pronged trident? There's a, a Quora uh, a whole thing about this. Really? Yeah. Aquaman, why do you have a five-spiked... It's mount? called a quindent. Quindent. I was nearly right. Quindent. Quin. Yeah. Quadent. As anyway, Aquaman doesn't have as much... like He doesn't have like an hour's worth of origin no in this film he probably gets actually probably gets the same amount as Barry does we really? get a conversation with him and um, I can't like remember and stuff. can't remember um, can't remember Willem Dafoe's character Willem Dafoe's yeah, character yeah, yeah, yeah. we get yeah. a whole conversation with that and you get enough the way you're like okay I understand why I he's mean yeah like, like I say oh he doesn't get enough time but it's a four hour movie so he does get plenty of time <laughs> he gets more than you would in a two hour movie yes uh, to explain what his deal is and, and why he's a bit kind of like he works alone and you know and yeah. all of that is established really clearly like I don't feel like oh, you yeah, need yeah. to put more of no we in. get it yeah um, but I feel like you could have done more with the character in the movie maybe necessarily if he was already if he was already established a little bit yeah, yeah, yeah. and he'd had his origin story yeah um, we also explain like like it explains so much about like what um, <laughs> it's funny because you have like oh now that we've got like 
this amount of time to tell this story, we can actually clear up little bits like, oh, this is um, this is how Aquaman finds where the Atlantean mother box is because yeah. someone tells him to go there, so yeah, yeah, he yeah. now knows that information instead yeah. of just randomly. Oh, turning I just up. arrived. Oh, look where it is! I found yeah. it in it's in the... miles and miles of ocean. You yeah. just happen to turn up. To Th- the that's the, the. I think that's another like really good thing about this film. There's so many moments in the Justice League where we were like. Well, hang on, Where'd... what? How do we, <laughs> How get, do we get here? <laughs> How do we get? What's this? But I guess with like the coming to the situation of oh yeah, we need to revive Superman because my my point was in the Justice League is the fact that they're so obsessed with bringing back Superman. They literally go through the entire film being like, oh my god, I can't believe Superman's dead. Superman this, Superman that, Superman's dead. Oh my god, Superman. Oh my god, Superman's dead. We need to bring him back to life. Ah, oh, this is the only way we could it's do one this. One of the things and that it's really like, holds back the original. You're you're yeah. you're focusing so much on Superman. You're like it it negates anything that the Justice League is about. The whole point in the Justice League or any superhero team up thing is that they would not be able to survive without one another. Yeah. Like, if you took Cyborg out of this film, they would have failed. If you took Flash out of this film, they would have failed. If you took Aquaman out of this film, Wonder Woman, Batman, even Superman or whatever, they would have failed. Yeah. Whereas in the Justice League, you're like... Yeah, you literally just take everyone out, and if Superman, if it was a Superman film, yeah, he'd have been fine. Easy. You didn't need Batman. Batman was fucking useless in that old film. He's actually useful in this we film. We actually see him do Batman things. He's, <laughs> he is doing stuff. <laughs> He's not a moron. He gets his own action sequence, which I like. Yeah. He flies in, he does some Batman stuff, he kicks some dudes' yeah. asses, he uses their own... He, classic Batman stuff. Yeah. It's cool. Flash isn't a... I mean, yeah, there's still like... He is the comic relief, but he's not as insufferable. But he's also not a pussy. I guess it's the nice. I guess it's the nicest way I can say it. he's not a coward. Because in the- interesting enough, this movie takes out the whole scene with him and Batman in the silo. I guess I liked. I wish they kept that sequence of him being like save one person. But I didn't like in the Justice League where he was like, oh, I just push people and run away. It's like, well, no, because you've saved people in the past. So it's like, we see him he's save, capable. Uh, Iris as well. Save we? Iris. And Early also movie, so. and, and also the fact that he's he did, what was it? There's that one sequence when he's in the silo. He like flashes around really quickly to dodge the shots from the parademon. And then he pushes him so hard and kills the thing. And it's like, yes. He can hmm. fight. He can fight. He knows what he's doing. He just fights in his own individual way, which is maybe not full-on combat, but he's, yeah, it's like when he, he fights Superman and Superman's just like swinging at him. He's just and he even tries using... to like push him because yeah. he's like, I, I'm not gonna like go toe to toe with Superman, but I'm gonna use my own yeah to try and like you know fight back in some way and defend myself. Yeah, and yeah, so it kind of balances out of like, oh, you're kind of doing clumsy fighting, but that's cool because it fits with your character. So fits with your character, that's... and also this film. It signifies what each group is good at. Aquaman's got a trident that can control some water. He's doing that constantly. He's not just our Superman with a stick. Wonder Woman you know, has the lasso of truth and is doing all these cool things with the shield and stuff like that. So it's not just, oh, I'm female Superman. Batman isn't just, I'm a human being and I'm useless. Like, you know, I'm, I've I'm got a... a brain and I'm karate kicking everything about. I've got like grappling. I've got all this technology. I'm using it to my advantage. Do you know what? Do you know it's... what Batman is in the Justice League? He is, he is Iron Man without an iron suit. Yeah. No. Yeah, I get that. Hundred. Whereas in this one, he's Batman. Yeah. He's a goddamn. Batman. <laughs> he's the goddamn Batman. It's um, like, yeah, he's a guy without any powers. 
But you kick your ass. But you still kick your ass. Yeah. <laughs> and he's still intelligent, and he still yeah. thinks of like clever ways to get out of situations and things. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's like the whole like yeah. I mean that whole sequence where like the Batmobile gets blown up and he injects out and then he does the grappling and gets away from them and yeah. Like, and it's just so much like it's yeah. like oh good you're not Quick just rolling think. around in the dirt. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> um, no, I I really enjoyed like each of their like signifying what they're good at and what they're great at another thing about the flash is what i really liked it was very subtle i'm not sure if you probably would have seen this um is every time he like jumped like in fright everything slowed down slightly like when he was going in to like do his like resume sort of thing he like the, the door opened behind him and uh i did notice that yeah, yeah there's a small every, time jump isn't there yeah it's it's small like every time he has to he like gets like a jump scare or like sort of something frightens him everything slows down slightly because he's reacting so fast so quickly to it yeah i really liked those things small little details yes yeah, like small that, details yeah. really really enjoyed that and <laughs> another thing that we mentioned in the previous one is oh yeah the flash doesn't need his suit Yes, he does he because does. his feet <laughs> just destroys his shoes. His shoes just disintegrate. <laughs> <laughs> and like every time he like runs, he's like breaking the floor around him. So he will need this suit to, I guess, stop that from happening. Stop that from happening. <laughs> exactly. And yeah. the Flash is a genius. He's clever. He's yeah. clever. He, he, he still has about... the quirky jokes in this. Yeah. Uh, there's less of them, obviously. Yeah. There's a few that they kept in. But I like the fact that, like, when they're having the table discussion, I love yeah. that he's, like, working he's things out. And he's like, well, yeah. this is, like, quantum mechanic thing, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. It's like, there we go. It's like, yeah, he's not just, oh, look at me, I'm a dumb fool, I don't know what I'm doing here. <laughs> no, he's, he knows what he's doing. He's quirky and clumsy, but he's clever, yeah. 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 He That's is, funny. he is the Spider-Man, I guess, of the of, DC. Of the DC world, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah there's, well, there's different ways that you can portray Barry Allen. You can, because, like, the the there's, I think the one in the the, anim- the latest animated ones is a little bit more self-assured and he's a bit more of like the quick thinker. Yeah. Um, and it's kind of Green Lantern is the comedic relief as kind yeah. of the, the arsehole <laughs> jerk face who's a little bit like, I am really <laughs> and just gets beaten up. Yeah. Um, and that kind of plays nicely with Batman. But um, And the colour yellow. And the <laughs> so funny. But um, yeah. and But like I, I really, I actually like, I... I really like Ezra Miller's performance. Oh no, yes, yeah. Barry I mean, Allen. There's now a couple because of things. Of this movie. Yeah, there's a couple of bits where I'm like, uh, okay, that's a little bit too. You know, I was actually really surprised in some instances. I thought, oh, Joss Whedon wrote that. Like the whole, oh, people just re- they just really do disappear, don't they? I thought that was a complete Joss Whedon bit. No, that's that's a Zack Snyder. That's bit. a Zack Snyder. I bit. still don't like the joke. It's an awful line. Still, it's still it's still a bad joke and whatever, and it doesn't make sense because they were right in front of him when they disappeared, and he just oh they disappeared. You saw that, Barry. Shut up. Like, yeah, but I I don't I don't like that. But it I wasn't it wasn't seen. it wasn't a Joss Whedon bit, which I was surprised about. Um, um, and like the yeah. There's a, there's another moment as well. I can't, I can't remember, remember the other remember joke where I was like, oh, I thought Joss Whedon did that. Um. I, it gets less so as the movie goes on, I have to admit. Yeah. Because there's more kind of like... He's he's awkward in certain scenarios where he's nervous. He makes those weird jokes. Yeah. But like as he gets slightly more self-assured as the movie goes on... I really like the explanation of him having to eat a lot. When he sees Batman for the first time, and like, yeah, they have that conversation. Like, go into that car, 
and he's just like yeah I run so fast I burn all this energy that's why I'm like a black hole I have to like ingest consume things, consume yeah. things. It's like, okay really that, cool. that like, makes sense makes sense yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love we get the whole like there's so many teases we get at different things we get the whole tire, like speed force thing yes he's like I call it a speed force it's like something happens if I run like really fast, and he's like, like I could run and I could jump start this, but I'd have to get close to the speed of light, and weird things happen with time when that happens. And that shows, like, it's thing that the Justice League. You see the the mother box drop into the when water. When Superman, yeah. And it goes in a bit too much, where you're like, oh, hang on, this didn't happen in the Justice League. But then when the Flash starts running towards the Speed Force, it starts going, it starts back, going up, back up, and, and you're yeah. like, oh, okay, this is. He's not wrong. He's not <laughs> wrong. Things happen with time. Yeah, and it would. <laughs> yeah, which, which is really interesting. Which yeah. definitely links to the end because, like I say, Barry is useful. He's useful. He's very useful. Um, Should we talk about the ending? Like the I'm very, trying to think if there's anything that I want to mention, especially. Um, we get a beautiful moment where uh, Silas is uh, Silas. Is it Silas? Who's that? Uh, I've forgotten names. I can't remember names. It's really bad that I've forgotten the name. Yeah. It's Cy- Cyborg's father. Um, yes. Is um, uh, Silas Stone. Yeah, it's Silas Stone, isn't it? Yeah. Um, marks the mother box and kind of sacrifices himself in yes. front of Steppenwolf to, to help the Justice League. And this is after Superman gets revived and the Justice League have to try and step in to stop Superman from going yeah. murderous that, arsehole. I get, it's, it's that moment also, like in the Justice League, we watch that, they have that scuffle with Superman and then you see in the background, Al Steppenwolf grabs the mother box and just fucks off. And you're like, okay, you guys are idiots. Yeah. You're a bunch of idiots for not, I don't know, protecting the thing that you were meant to protect. What's in the bugs? What's in the bugs? <laughs> No, but Steppenwolf come. There's this whole again elongated sequence of Steppenwolf coming down, and they just like, are going after him when he's getting the mother box and stuff. Cyborg gets ahead of him, and yeah, really good sequence. It explains why Steppenwolf goes away with it. Um, yeah, it's just baffling, really baffling. Yeah, it's there's a whole the whole of the sequence of him snatching it while they're fighting, and, and then it gets marked, and then they know where to go. Yeah, which is always like, oh, they've just turned up. Yeah, cool. And yeah. now they know where to go. Oh, they they um, know they know where. Uh... Also, that random family isn't in this movie. Yeah, that was a that was a Joss Whedon thing. Yeah. Um, which is a bit like, I don't. It was completely pointless. It was completely in pointless. the Justice League, but I guess. Uh, I guess it was Zack Snyder sort of reacting again to the whole. Well, all Superman does and all the Justice League do is just blow up an entire city. So he just sets the the final battle sequence in a place where there is absolutely no one. <laughs> is it like a nuclear reactor has melted down and everybody's left? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, so yeah. like, yeah, of course they wouldn't have to like go out of their way to save, save people. Someone, yeah. yeah. Which, um, yeah. And it's funny because it's funny how they had to, they felt like they had to add an emotional heart into it with having Barry save a family. Yeah. But they took out Cyborg's story. Yeah. Which is the emotional heart of this movie. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's yeah. really this weird like, yeah. Like there, there was some odd bits like there was the bit where Barry in the truck and he was pushing that along felt really good about himself and then you just saw Superman carrying an entire building that was great like that, that was good but it wasn't in this film which I mean didn't even though I, I still I'm sorry I still don't my, my slightly uh, you know annoying kind of anal physics brain is like you wouldn't be able to lift up a building like that it would just crumble to bits I mean it's, <laughs> it's, it's Superman man it's Superman man yeah Superman man yeah they probably made a character called that yeah um, what's up it's Superman man 
Yeah, I think, I think it's just emphasising the point that each character is individually worth being in Justice League. Yeah. Like when the I, fight... I like that they plan. Yep. Yeah. And I like they stick to the plan as they come into the final fight. Yeah. I like it how you said everybody is useful, everybody has a role. Because yeah. like Aquaman in, in, and Wonder Woman take on Steppenwolf and try and, and keep him busy. It's it's that thing that like in the Justice League, you're like Oh, they just get they're being bitch slapped around Aquaman and Wonder Woman. Like they're completely useless. But no, they feel like they're actually, you know, either distracting him like but doing that job or genuinely hurting him of that stuff. Uh, like, you know, they cut off Steppenwolf's uh, um, head at the end so her sword is able to do something um, there's, there were so many problems that I had in the, the, the Justice League one of like the confrontation with Superman all of yeah. that gets resolved in this movie because yeah. it feels more organic in this yeah. movie I like it how he confronts Batman and he doesn't like taunt him or do anything weird he just tries to laser the fucking yeah. his body in half because he's just like I'm angry I, I really like that yeah. but also Batman is still a bit of a fucking idiot because yeah. Superman could have easily quickly gone up to him snapped his neck Batman yeah, could have done. done Batman he's could have done he's lucky that he chose lasers <laughs> yeah he's lucky that he could have chose lasers and so specifically made some things on his bat arms that deflected the thing so I like, like that there's a little like detail that he, where you see like yeah. Alfred earlier in the movie like oh I'm doing these like heat absorption things yeah which is useful for when they're fighting the parademons for the first time he's able to stop yeah. the blasts which is cool um, like I like that. Like you've you okay. So you've prepared for that. Yeah. But have you prepared for Superman snapping your neck? Because he could have. He still or, should have been wearing like a metal suit. Yeah, or, or I don't know, Superman flying you into outer space and making you choke. Have you thought about that? Yeah. <laughs> like, thought about that. Come on, like. <laughs> so I think there's there's still instances where I'm like, I mean, come on, Batman, you're you're better than that. Yeah. But. But also, I think like. I don't know, it's weird. Because it's like, I think historically, like, it's a pretty pretty big theme of, like, when Superman gets angry, he just lasers things. Yeah. Like, he doesn't tend to punch the shit out of them. He just, like, like in any media, whether it's games or whatever, he's just, like, yeah. the red eyes glow even hotter, and he's just, like, I'm just going to yeah laser everybody to death. But um, I like the whole setup with Lois as well arriving, because you, you learn earlier yeah, in the movie that she's she comes every day to the memorial. Yeah, and it's not just... Batman saying, "I have a contingency. Oh, yeah, I have, I have a contingency. I just got Lois. I just, I just got Lois. But Lois is just there conveniently, which yeah. it, I don't know is better, even though um, it is a convenience. I feel like Lois. Like, hey, I might have accidentally killed yeah. your husband. Can yeah, you, can you come and? But it's like, no, it's it's just that they've not been talking to one another. It's just a. It's, it is a. She's on her way to the thing. She sees him. She gets there and calms him down. But yeah, um, and then they fly off together. Yes." I do feel as though Lois is a bit of a not useless, but like like obviously her big part is stopping Superman from just killing everyone, right at the start of that interaction. But like Lois is like, oh yeah, you're in a film, aren't you? You're in this four-hour film. Completely forgot you're a thing. Yeah, she's not. Um, she's not main. She's not integral to the story. I'm glad she's in it though. I mean, she is, but. But she's like she, one bit. Yeah, she's she's less and less in it. It's more in the start. Which is a shame because I really like Amy Adams as. Um... I, yeah, I really liked her as well. I thought it was really. Yeah, I I think she's in it the appropriate amount. I don't think she's, yeah. she's in it any like, I like, sure you you could say I would have liked to have seen more Lois, but then you're yeah. like, well, what she would have, what would what she have done? Doing? Like, yeah, true. Maybe or maybe you like maybe instead of having the futuristic scene at the end, you have her and Superman interact a bit more. Cool. Yeah, that would be that would have been That's nice fine. and see her going back to work and stuff, but at the end of the day, it's not 
super important. Um, yeah. But yeah. God damn, I like this film. It's a good film. I'm it's trying to think really if there's anything else. So shall we talk about like the final bit? Like well, obviously with Barry Allen going through the speed force. So they lose. They lose, they do lose. Yeah. I like that. I was actually quite shocked. So I was like, oh my God. People are dead. <laughs> People are dead. People are dead. So um, uh, is like the nightmare thing going to happen? Oh no, wait, actually it's a really good opportunity to show that Flash is useful. Goes in the speed force and he reverses time. Reverses, runs through space pretty Run much. Run through space, yeah. I, lo- I love the really... detail of like, as the, like this wave of like destruction comes over, the world gets like erased. Yeah. And then he's like, no, and he like Stop. pushes back yeah. against it. And it drags it back with yes. him, and he's like building the ground below him as yeah, he runs. Yeah, it's really cool to like reverse the arc of time yeah. going faster than the speed of light. And it's really cool visuals as he's like he's running towards the like pointed star in the sky, which is like the ignition point. And yeah, he's like everything gets like, and then you see the bodies of the different heroes reformat as he gets yeah. to the other thing and reverse. Yeah, yeah. Um, that was cool. I really like that. Mm. <sighs> yeah, it's a it's a really good moment. And like that, it's it's like it's satisfying, and it's it's earned the ending. Like Superman coming back is earned. It feels earned. It's not just like ah oh, yeah, he's back now, cool. Because well, okay, I guess when if you were to watch this film, you would you have to watch it in the sense that it is a sequel to Batman vs Superman. Yes. So yeah. and then also in that case, it's I still feel like yeah obviously ultimately it's a so much a better film and I really enjoyed it and stuff but there's still like obviously the nitpicks I had earlier with Darkseid and you know the little bits of Flash saying dumb jokes and whatever but I still have a little bit of a problem with um, everyone thinking that Superman was a massive like everyone loved him but Batman vs Superman it's still you all hated him like, I think there's there's problems with the Schneiderverse that I still won't get over I think that's one of them yeah like, there's this whole like do you, so do we like Superman or do we not like him? Yeah. Do we want to shoot him or do we want to mourn him? Like, what, yeah. are, we, what are we doing here? You ha- you spend like, the entirety of Batman vs Superman just being like, well, we don't need a Superman. Oh, wait, he's dead. Oh, we didn't mean that. Oh, quick, he's back. Shoot him! Yeah. <laughs> Literally, that happens. So it's like, okay, we're mourning this guy. You see an explosion come out from the thing. You see Superman levitate down and then you have every fucking cop around him point a gun at him. Duck guys, come on. Like, it's humans of, not learn it's, it's a bit like it's a bit like yeah and I think I think a lot of those problems are kind of running ones with like trying to do too much in such a short period yeah and while I think this movie suffers less from that than the others did yeah um, they still carry on bits of like you've tried to cram like the whole arc of Superman as a, as a hero from his life mm. to his death in three movies Effectively, yeah. And you've tried to sprinkle in like, oh, it's like beginning Superman when nobody really trusts him. All-star Superman where people love him. People don't really trust him very much. And then maybe he dies, but then he comes back and then he turns evil because we want to do injustice. And it's like, whoa, you're doing way too much in too short of a time. I'm not... People will be like, for what I'm about to say, people will be like, oh yeah, but everyone knows Superman's a legacy character because of Christopher Reeve and he's been around for years. Right, no. What I'm trying to say is, you're trying to make the audience feel as though that this character, Superman, has got a legacy in three movies. Yeah. Over the course of the time in those movies, about three years as well. Yeah. No. It's like... No. <laughs> That's not it's possible. Like, Especially three movies. Like, if if they were to have done Man of Steel, Man of Steel 2, the a Justice League film, a couple more maybe Superman films, and then Death of Superman, 
Like there, there was actually a moment where he came back and like the bit where Superman stood in front of Steppenwolf, hit the axe on his shoulder, blew it, smashed it. I was like, fuck yeah. Go on, yeah. Superman. I was almost like punching my fists and stuff. It was it's a really, really satisfying moment. Rather than just Superman being like, hey, I'm here for justice. Punch, 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 punch. blow, punch. You're all dead because I'm super amazing. I'm Superman. Blah, amazing. But no, it, 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 it made the... The tension was really good in a lot of areas. The yeah, the satisfaction and payoff for certain interactions was really well done. I yeah yeah I I really like. The... But just just imagine how great or how much better. Again, I'm being nitpicky in how like this could have been like the end game moment where like, yeah. I don't know Captain America picks up Mjolnir and whatever. Just imagine that moment where Superman slams down has the axe on his shoulder that was like maybe the the tenth year build up of that moment happening of Superman finally returning after dying and being gone for so many years but that would have been even more emotional but maybe that's just the cynic in me being like really nitpicky but for what it is it's still a really effective moment yeah yeah it's, yeah it, it was it was really cool um I yeah, I, I ended, like because it, it makes me think I'm like, well, you could have still had people like not like him, but just don't don't emphasize that point. Don't emphasize yeah. him as the no, but don't emphasize him as the hero. It would have been a lot better if you had Man of Steel. He saves the city, but everybody's like, you destroyed half a city. Yeah, fuck question you. mark over your head. Yeah. We've got guns pointed at you, even though they don't do anything. But like, you know, there's not a lot of people who don't like you. Um, well, there's a lot of people that still don't like you, uh, and like. You could have still continued that theme into Batman vs Superman and just have everybody hate him for the whole movie, and then have him die and maybe get buried and not have like a, a monument and a statue to him, but have him buried privately on the farm, hmm. and like oh people would never know that he was actually a good person. The world just thinks him as a destructive force, and then have when he comes back with the Justice League to be like, okay maybe the world does need a Superman, and maybe we should give him a second chance. Like that should have been the character arc. So you're just yeah. taking out that middle step it makes it so much easier or you do the opposite and you go everybody likes him all the time and then he dies and everybody's sad and then he comes back and everybody's happy or right you could you could have done this two ways I actually really like that idea of everyone hating him everyone hating him everyone hating him and then he dies and everyone's like oh. then he saves the planet from doomsday and everybody's like oh yeah well shit <laughs> it's like that was I think the initial well, well that is the arc but that's in, like we say, three films. Yeah. Or two films. Yeah. If that. Two. If make that. make that character arc maybe five or six. Make that like you know however long it took Marvel to do until Civil War. It should play. It should yeah. yeah. It should play over two phases. phases. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, or like you say, what you could do is like have Superman be this like hero, like the Christopher Reeve. Like everyone loves Superman. 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 He dies. Everyone's mourning. He comes back. Boom, injustice. That's when that happens. Yeah. He's revived. Everyone's like happy he's back, but then they're like, something's not right. Yeah, he comes back. Oh, shit. (laughs) Yeah, and it's really interesting. Maybe that's the direction they would have gone. Like, Superman comes back and, like, he's cool and he helps them save the day from Steppenwolf and everything. And he works with Justice League. But, like, Bruce is slightly hesitant of him because now he's got this kind of attitude of, like, I died once. I'm going to do anything I can to protect the ones I love. Yeah. Which means that he becomes really obsessive. Lois dies, and then you've got he snaps. Superman. Yeah. yeah. And then you've got Superman who's just he doesn't care anymore. He's going to now try and control everything, and he's yeah. got the power to, so I will. Yeah. And that's what you get injustice from, you know? Yeah. 
but this film is good. <laughs> you know, that's just film... being nitpicky. Yeah. And like, that's the thing is like, there, there are overall problems, but I still think this movie's a good ending it's solid. to what we got. It is really, really and solid. I really like um, it. It's really enjoyable. And yeah. I will certainly watch it many more times, I'm sure. Yeah. Um, God damn. I yeah. got a thing here. It, yeah. Just to be said, because we've mentioned it a little bit, but it's the, uh, the anti-life equation was mentioned. Yes. I was just wondering, do you know what the anti-life equation is? I know what it is, but I don't know too much. I know it's like it's like the equivalent to the Infinity Gauntlet. Basically, like what it he, is is it's, it's the anti-life equation is a mathematical formula that proves the futility of existence and free will. Yeah. Um, in the wrong hands, the formula is a terrible weapon that, with the power to brainwash and enslave entire worlds. So basically, it's like what if you had a formula that basically meant you were useless. That there is no point in having free will and happiness and because it's all meaningless you're pointless yeah, yeah you're pointless it would allow the user of that equation to do whatever they wanted because they could you know they could just format the world to how they wanted yeah so there's no point in the world being it the way that it is so why defend it the way it is let's reformat yeah. it to something else that's basically what dark side seeks is the yeah and equation. it's on earth it's on earth yeah dun, dun, dun. that is that's part of the thing which you know, I, I liked that all night name drop and being like the anti-life quotes. Like, oh, I know what that is. Don't know a lot about it, but oh, that's important. Yeah, that's pretty like, important. Yeah, yeah. But that was that was cool. Yeah, I really um, like that. I kept that article because I, I wasn't. I, I I was like you were like I kind of knew what it was, but I didn't know too much. About I know it. there is an actual equation that you can like look up on Google and stuff yeah. like that. I'll probably have a look at it after we look at the, finish this podcast. Yeah. but yeah, it's like really interesting. I think it's complex. Well. From when I first saw it, I thought it was complex and like, I don't get it. Okay, yeah, I'll go with that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, maths. <laughs> yeah. It's a bit like when you're like looking at the Infinity Stones, like, oh, that one can control space? It's fine. <laughs> I'll just go with it. Cool. <laughs> cool. He's like, cool. use gems that can kill cool. everything. All right. That's <laughs> fine. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Why is it purple? Yeah. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Why is the time one green? Fuck <laughs> it. <laughs> Why does it control time? Who cares? Whose idea was it to make this a gauntlet? No idea. <laughs> well, that was yeah. But yeah, no, I I can't really. This I, it's weird because it's a four-hour film. It's the same plot. It's good. It's so much better. But there's not a lot to say. We've it's not said a lot to what say we because it's just it's just like yeah, it's good. Like it's, it's just good. like cool. Everything that was wrong about the Justice League is the improvement. Yeah. And also, you know, there's a little bit more tidbits here and there, which is, makes it better, which is good. You know, there's a little bit of nitpicks which we've like covered, and ultimately they are nitpicks. We've probably like looked a lot of this podcast it is just us complaining, but ultimately they they are just nitpicks. We really did enjoy this film. Um, the characters were like so much more better. Wonder Woman, like we haven't spoken about like her introduction scene, like in the bank bit, like that's still a so much better scene. So so much better. Yeah. So much better. Um, I think even dialogue has changed. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it has because you actually get an explanation yeah. for who these goons are. They're just like, oh, yeah. we're a terrorist band that believe in. Yeah. And you're like, okay, that's just one line change, but it's so much better than. Sorry, who are you and why yeah. are you doing this? And why? why this like, They're just terrorists, isn't it? Because it's just, okay, you're gonna blow yeah. up a bank. Great. <laughs> yeah, sweet. Um, but yeah, I, I like the um, Alfred being a good old butler. Oh, I loved Alfred in this movie. He's great. I yeah, he's Jeremy really good. Alfred. He's great. Really, really good. Loved him. Loved it. I loved it, all his interactions with. Um, Diana, the team yes. making scenes. The team making <laughs> It feels like when I was saying earlier, there's a couple of scenes that you could have taken out. It's like that could have been one of them. That ultimately doesn't mean anything about the story, but yeah, it's a fine scene. It's funny. It's good. I like Jeremy Irons. It's good. Actually, you right. I hate to do this, 
We'll talk about something positive in a sec. Negative, J.K. Simmons is still kind of pointless. Commissioner Gordon is in this movie for for not really much. No, No, everyone was like, oh, the justice... Well, like, we had the the pictures, obviously, of J.K. Simmons working his fucking ass off to get really hench to play Commissioner Gordon. Justice League 2017 came out, everyone was like, oh my God, why did they cut all the scenes with J.K. Simmons in it? He still doesn't do anything. It's still it's the same scenes. It's the same scenes. It's the same scenes. Um, he has a little bit of a conversation, like being like, "Oh yeah, it looks like Batman. It might not be Batman." But then the same scene, next scene is him talking to Batman and Justice he's League. He's good in what and he does, and that's it. That's it. He doesn't actually do any fighting or anything. Or he doesn't really do anything. He just walks around and talks, which is what Commissioner Gordon does anyway. But yeah, but like, goddamn, I like J.K. Simmons. I like him. He's, he's good, good in the role. Yeah, he's good in the role for like the five minutes we had of him. Yeah, which is a shame. It's a shame. It just goes to show, I think, like there's there's always that thing that people pass around of like, oh, Zack Snyder just really wanted to do a Batman movie, didn't he? Yeah. And like he crammed a, quite a lot into this of like, I want to put Commissioner Gordon in because I want to put my Commissioner Gordon in. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, um, um, it makes sense why he's in there. It's interesting to like. He doesn't do a lot. It, it it builds out that version of Batman's world, which yeah. I like, but at the same time, it's a bit like. You don't really need him in there. Yeah. Really important to yeah. the overall arcing story. Um, but anyway. Yeah. Good film. Did you want to quickly talk about the future scene at the end? Future scene with Joe Lowe. Mm. Uh, the right. the nightmare world. It was alright. Where Darkseid wins. It was fine. And Superman's evil. It was fine. It's just fine. It's fine. We're we'll talking we'll talk about Marshall Manor as well. Marshall Manor comes down and talks to Bruce of being like, hey, we could use you. And he's like, yeah, could use me. And then they fly off. Goodbye. It's goodbye. Like, okay, right. Yeah, it's like, it's like, right, cool. You're a thing? Okay. Yeah, I, I like it's just like planting a seed of like, I, 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 I kind of like the fact that it's kind of in, it's kind of implied that he's always been here and he's always been the general as well. Yeah. But now he's just like he sees the world is changing and he's like, oh, what if yeah, the, like what if I he need was, to reveal myself? What if he was sitting on the moon where he lives, and then Darkseid and all that wins and the Flash didn't turn back time and he's just sat there like, oh fuck, I should have got involved. Shh, probably should have helped. Oh god damn. Oh no. <laughs> I could just like phase into Darkseid and just <laughs> and just kill him. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. Why didn't you help? <laughs> Marshall Manor, you could have done something. <laughs> you could have done something. You could have helped. Uh, um, but anyway. But that was like a, a reference like, oh, he's coming he in the cool. future. Yeah, right? Yeah, he cool. pretty cool. Different. I like his design. Yeah. Um, but like the nightmare sequence. So it's like, the hints are Aquaman's dead because Darkseid killed him. Superman's turned evil because Lois is dead. Uh, who else is there? Flash was there in his, uh, the suit that Bruce Wayne saw in a future sequence uh, in his dreams in Batman vs Superman that was the same suit uh, who else was there uh, 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 Deathstroke was there Deathstroke was there yeah played by Joe Manganiello he was great um, he was great he was actually great, great in both scenes but I, yeah. I really liked him yeah um, oh, yeah Lex Luthor's in this Lex Luthor was in this yeah. Lex Luthor was in this <laughs> film yeah alright yeah yeah I still I don't like that I still don't like Jesse Eisenberg's Lex Luthor. No. It's just... He was better than what he was in Batman vs. Superman. Oh, 100%. But there was still some moments where I was like, don't, don't, no. Just, I just, I can't buy it. That's <laughs> just... Um, like, it's a weird balance, because it's like, 
you want people to try new things and you want them to do like slightly different takes on characters but I feel I just I it's there's still the same problem with Jesse Eisenberg when I see him as Lex Luthor. Yeah. I see him and I go, you're just it. too much Joker like for me. Well, not Joker like. I just think you're too pathetic. <laughs> you're too, you're <laughs> it's not even that. Like I don't mind him not being big, or I don't. I, I didn't even really mind him with the hair. Like I was like I, I like oh, the no, fact he looks that he the loses part. the hair. Yeah, he like, looks, that's he cool. Definitely looks the part. But I'm like, you're just you're a bit too like. You're a bit too weird Joker creepy for me. Do you know what I mean? And you're less kind of cold and calculating and you're more kind of, I make riddles and rhymes. And it's just yeah. like, that's not who Lex Luthor no. is. You're, you're like, not this fundamentally fun- him as you're a not, character. You're not, not this intimidating pr- presence. Yeah, you're, intimidating, just, you're, just, intimidating. you're just a bit creepy and weird. Yeah. And but I did like the, like, the, the thing mm. of him in Deathstroke. And it's like, oh, you want to see Batman? Oh, I know someone I might help you with that. Bruce Wayne. It's like, ooh, I like that. It's like, it's cool that he knows who he is. But Yeah, I do like, because that was the setup of, if you remember when Ben Affleck was directing the Batman film, Deathstroke was going to be the villain in that film. Yeah. And then that got panned and cancelled and everything. So I think it was going to be like a death in the family thing. Yeah. I think it was going to be like Deathstroke yeah, yeah. hunts down everyone Bruce cares about. And Yeah. Yeah. That would have been that would have been good. It would have been a cool movie, yeah. probably. But but yeah, the yeah, own yeah. nightmare sequence. You see that. Tell you what, I, I completely forgot about Mira against Steppenwolf. Really good, because it's like okay, so Mira can like manipulate the the fucking water and stuff like that. Oh no, she can actually suck out all of the moisture <laughs> and blood within <laughs> you. Yeah. And that's why Steppenwolf was like, no, fuck off, just throw you to the floor. <laughs> no, get away from me. <laughs> get away from me. Yeah, no, that was cool. Really like that. Yeah. Um, interesting that she was in the end sequence as well. Yeah. Um, I like that. But yeah, it was it was a cool little weird team up of people. Yeah. That you what, what did you think of Jared Leto as the Joker? I didn't mind him in this. I yep. thought he was a lot more toned down and better than what he was in without the tattoos. Without the tattoos yeah, yeah. in Suicide Thank Squad. Fuck for that. Um, I like his kind of weird un- unkept look. Although I don't like the f- fact that he looks like he's just chowed down a load of juice in his mouth, or he's just eating a horse heart or something. Um, just like yeah. blood like red paint everywhere um, Heath Ledger like yeah it's too I know what they were going for because everybody goes for that these days with the yeah. Joker and you know um, I don't like his laugh no he sounds too much like a circus ah. clown ah. yeah it Sorry. doesn't it doesn't like it doesn't have any presence to it no. I think that's the problem I have with it again he's not it's, intimidating it's, like, it's like a pantomime villain laugh yeah it's like okay now you're kind of taking the piss out of the Joker yeah because like like even like Jared like even like Heath Ledger's Joker he had a high pitched laugh but it had a presence to he's it he's a fucking maniac yeah it you're felt like... like it felt like it had some weight to it of like when you hear that you're like oh shit <laughs> like, yeah like he is so unpredictable he could do anything at this moment it's not like oh here comes Humpty Dumpty <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's kind of what I feel yeah. I, I didn't. I didn't mind the performance. I thought it was quite cool. No, I thought the performance was good, but it was still like that people, whole scene. People, I think we it's like, discussed. It's like it's like it, people were hyped for this. It's like yeah, okay, cool, right, sweet, amazing. I mean, Superman coming down and like in front of all of them. I was like, oh, okay, this is pretty cool. They're all dead, but that's cool. They're all, yeah, all of them are dead, unless Batman's got some kryptonite up his shorts. Yeah. But <laughs> but yeah, no, it, it was good. It was good. I really liked it. 
but I can't really think of anything else to say but other than Zack Snyder's Justice League is really good I would recommend it but you can also watch it in your own way so don't feel intimidated to watch it because it's four hours long yeah. if you want to watch two hours one day two hours the next or like this mini series that it, in parts like you can do it's there like that boom done it's really good really good yeah absolutely yeah what, what are we going to do next I have an idea what we could do next but what's your idea my idea was like maybe a little Godzilla oh yeah that's a good point we, we could do we got some weeks to kill before we sit down and binge uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier yes so that, that's six weeks so first, the first one's out yeah pretty good um, have you watched it I've watched the first episode it's good it's, it's good. good it's good it's not it's not like amazing but it's, it's well, a it's, no, no, I think it's it's, not, yeah, it's not amazing but it's like it's different again it's, it's chapter not one of the story yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah. <laughs> what, what do you expect it's an introduction no but I, I, my idea is uh, Godzilla no, actually, right, no, forget that. Oh, uh, right, so oh, we'll do King Kong, oh, yeah. the 2005 one with Andy Serkis and all that. Okay, yeah. We'll do that. Then Godzilla 2014. Yes. Then King of Monsters. Yes. Then Kong Skull Island. Yes. And then Kong versus Godzilla. Yes. That's my plan. That's if plan. you are up for that, we could do that. Sounds cool. Because, yeah, Godzilla versus King Kong is coming out in There's 10 days. There's a bunch days. of movies that I wouldn't necessarily jump to watch maybe except from Godzilla 2014 because I really enjoyed it I really enjoyed that film um, but, but yeah it, it just watch them again the, yeah, the build up to the Kong vs Godzilla film that's coming out in 10 days I, I think watch some of the, the modern monster movies sounds good to me yeah I really like that especially I think I remember really liking the 2005 Peter Jackson one as well but loads of people hate it and I'm like but it's good isn't it <laughs> I thought it's good isn't it I thought it was good, <laughs> <laughs> so, it's good so it'd be interesting to re go because that's a three hour film might, yeah, yeah. might as well yeah right so thank you very much for listening everybody hope you enjoyed it what did you think of Justice League Snyder Cut did you like it well, what was your nitpicks what did you really like that we didn't talk about did you like Jared Lewis Joker at the end did you like Darkseid did you like The Flash did you like Superman in the black suit he looked good didn't he, he? Did look without the mullet he yeah. didn't have a mullet he didn't have a mullet um yeah, so what did you think of that? If you want to get in touch with us, you can do at cityofgeekandpod at gmail.com. Uh, if you want to rate and review us, you can do on the uh, podcast app or whatever you are listening to us on. If you can, that'd be greatly appreciated. Um, we will read them out, hopefully, inevitably. Um, and then if you want to share around your friends, family, that'd be a grand as also. That'd be great. Yeah, that'd do be it. great. Great, man. Do it. Do it. Do it. Please help us. Um, yeah, and we will speak to you next week when we talk about King Kong. Yes. That'll be good. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Bye.